0: <gasps> Terry's sucking it to make it soft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, doesn't it usually go the
2: other way?
3: <laughs>
0: My world is turned wow.
1: upside down.
2: <laughs>
3: huh? Grow up. That's very similar. Oh, slow. man.
4: Hey there. Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage. In sunny Sunny. Santa Santa Cruz, Cruz, California California. It was a
5: misty mountain hop around everywhere else except the garage It
4: was, it was threatening to be gloomy But then the sun came out and it was a perfect day Neener, neener, neener as I say It was a good one So um, let's get to who is here in the room tonight Hey everyone, this is Liza And you can suck my popsicle anytime (laughs)
6: What? (laughs) That's the second most horrible thing you've ever said
4: also in the room tonight, we've got Electric Terry. Go Electric. Next to that, we've
2: got Henry.
7: Oh hell! <laughs> <ale>. You <laughs>
2: fucked ale. up. Oh, You're oh, done. You're dining. done. Isaac. You're is done. Fucking through the walking
8: door. Fucking again. It's supposed to be the goddamn air horn. There we
7: go. You're done.
8: <laughs> 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 Get it
9: on mute.
4: Next to that, we've got Bagel.
9: Wherever you go,
0: there you are. <laughs> Apparently so.
4: Profound. Indeed. On the classy girl couch tonight. Thank you. We've got Bex.
2: <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> 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 boom. Boom, <laughs> boom. Boo. Also, on Rubbish.
4: the classy girl couch tonight, we have
0: <laughs> Miss Emma. You can ring my bell anytime. You can ring my bell.
7: <laughs> oh my God.
4: <laughs> and in between those two, it's
0: very well groomed.
4: We yes. have Matthew.
0: Albert. Matthew. Hell your mom and
5: Liam.
4: Yeah. Wow. There it
5: is. We're getting regional up in here. Yeah, dude.
4: <laughs> also in the room, we've got Isaac.
10: Hey, just popped in.
4: Yes, you did. Probably popped in. All right. Out. Going around to the train side of the room, we've got Brian choo. with a Y. Choo choo. How's it? Yeah. Next to that we've got Brandon.
1: Eat a bag of dicks.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, you took knocks. Let's see know. what he's got. Oh, is that your thing? And next to that, we've got <laughs> Knock. So
5: okay, there's two kinds of people in this world: one who could infer information from incomplete data, and then there's number two.
2: Huh? <laughs> huh? Infer or extrapolate,
5: nerd.
7: <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> so we've got lots to talk about, and and most of tonight we're going to be talking about uh, tripping across America. That's kind of the common thread. Yeah. But before we do that, we have to talk about our hometown hero.
5: What? Oh, yeah. Why is this the top of the hour? Wu tang
4: As I said, yeah. he went all T.J. Hooker up on them.
9: I wish I did. Oh, man. Oh,
4: yeah. right? I know. I wish I did. Knock, yeah. tell us what happened this week.
5: So, like, I'm at work. And I'm drinking my coffee. It's like 9:30, and I'm doing that thing where you stare at the monitor for 20 minutes before you actually <laughs> the software in your head boots up. I get a call from my friend uh, down in Maine. It's and he goes, "Hey, knock! Somebody's on your bike," and I'm going, "Wait a minute! Nobody's supposed to be on my bike!" And I just immediately hang up. I run downstairs and I look at the parking stall where I park my XR, and it's not there. Ooh. And it's like the nightmare scenario of it actually gonna. It's happening. It's fucking happening. And so in my mind, I'm going, no! Right? (laughs) You know? And so uh, I'm making a beeline towards security. And uh, halfway there, and I look to the left in the parking lot, there's some dipshit riding my motorcycle. And it's appearing and disappearing behind these parked cars. I'm like, oh, that's my motorcycle. Is that my motorcycle? So I come up, and I sneak up around beside him, and I uh, uh, look at him and go, oh, that's my fucking bike. you kill switch him? No, I, I ran, I charged, and I knocked him off the bike. Yeah. And uh, oh. he drops the you... bike. Yeah. He looks at me, and he goes, and he's got that look in his face, like, why did you knock me off my bike? And I'm going, motherfucker, that's my
7: bike. <laughs> and, Damn. Uh, and was it
5: his is, bike? No, it's my bike. Okay. He was on my bike. Yep. And so we circle each other for about, like, what it seems like an attorney and, and I realized this guy's got like a six inch reach advantage on me and he's got 30 pounds on me and I didn't think this far ahead you know I'm like oh well I don't have control over this situation now but you had the element you of surprise you went mama bear on him
3: I did you needed and, uh, to break him when you knocked him <laughs> off
10: you're like why would I call nine one one when I can yeah. just hit him like a bear anyway so
5: like <laughs> we circle each other and I'm, I'm like kind of like backing off and he re- realizes that I want the motorcycle more than he does so he just kind of saunters off he still has his helmet on at this point, he saunters off like you know, I'll maybe I'll forget about it or something. So I follow him for a <laughs> half a block trying to get a description on him, and eventually, we get a little bit further down. He takes off his helmet. And I'm yelling at him to, you know, get him to look at me, and, I, and he kind of does. And I so I get a good enough description of his face. Guys, out a huge beard. He's bald. What was the
4: phrase you. you were using here? What? Like you were collecting data or something? I was
5: collecting data. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were you on the phone with 911? No, time? I was. Well, I was still trying fun. to like sort out what the fuck is going on. And still in disbelief. And you know, my the whole goal was to delay him in the parking lot for security to show up. But like, whatever. That's you know, plans don't happen the way you want them to. Anyway, so I realized, you know what? I just want my bike back. I go to the parking lot. I grab my bike. I ride it down without a helmet, by the way, to the uh, uh, maintenance parking lot, which is below where I work. It's, it's guarded and it's safe. Put my bike down there. I walk up to street level and I'm greeted with one of the security guards. And so we're debriefing each other as we're walking back to the uh, security office. And as this is happening, I look across the street. The fucking dude comes around a building and I'm going, hey, that's the guy who tried to steal my, my, my fucking bike, you know? And so, sure enough, uh, more security, guy com- security guards come out. They detain him. And it's like, okay, cool, this is kind of over. And it turns out, like, you know, five, ten minutes later, radio chatter, it turns out that he had an accomplice in the parking gar- garage, or in the parking lot, Who was driving a white van and so apparently what he was trying to do was wait for his accomplice to come around the block to pick him up uh Uh, eventually you know pd comes uh santa cruz police department comes and then they detain her and they detain him and more radio chatter this is like like 10 minutes past and i'm coming down from the adrenaline and then they find out that this guy had a warrant for auto theft from souter county which is like north of san francisco and the lady has a warrant for her too and uh the van that they were in was stolen in 2014.
10: wow that was so, a long time ago yeah
5: yeah and so they detain him and they go through this sh- through through the van and it's you know it's a shit show it's it's got bedding in there and they find burglary tools mm-hmm. there they got a lock pick bolt cutters straps tie downs you know all kinds of stuff that you could use you know you these know, are career
4: people. criminals yeah. yeah
5: they're career low lives apparently but um Anyways, they, they get him on conspiracy, or get her on conspiracy, and they get him for uh, for uh,
10: uh, auto theft. Oh, uh, you're going to testify in
7: court?
5: Well, I mean, I think it's an open and shut case, because they actually have footage of me running through
7: the parking lot, and <laughs> uh, off the bike.
5: No. Do, do you have that footage? I don't, because it's... Uh, I want it so I mean, bad. No, and
4: it's available. He's, he's not going to share it with us, and I know why.
5: Oh, why? Well, because...
4: You said it's not quite as fabulous. No, as it's you not as fabulous. cuz you like, remember, I, well, I mean, <laughs> it's in, in my mind, like remember. I hit him
5: like like a fucking like a ton of bricks, right? But like I, I shoulder checked him and he just like, dropped the bike. But the true. important I, thing is, how's your bike? Oh, the bike is fine. Oh, right, an XR. Yeah, I,
6: <laughs>
4: I know why we won't see it because his toupee came off.
6: Right, right. <laughs> yeah. my toupee came off. Wait, so I'm confused. He was literally just pushing your bike, or he? He was on the bike, riding it, but. He hadn't started it, had he? Well, here's the thing:
5: like, he never actually kicked the bike over. He was he just—he got a push start from his accomplice and got the bike started. Oh. A
10: piece of shit. Yeah,
5: yeah. So, okay. so and anyways, my adrenaline's come down at this point. I'm talking to the cop and just giving him my info and all this shit. And I find out that the guy had like a, you know, like a, a knife on him and a bunch of other shit. Could have just—it could have gone okay. horribly sideways. When you sideways. found that out, like,
4: how many flips did your brain do?
5: Oh, just like I, I like, I kind of bowled over and I was like, man, I really want a drink right now. <laughs> just want. <laughs> Go home and take a nap. And,
0: you know, I mean, I don't know what to make of this, not. I mean, it's an amazing result for you. And yeah. I'm so thankful that you took somebody helped take somebody like this off the street because there's nothing worse than a bike failure. Oh, think. he
4: should have gone to jail just for being ugly. you got to see his
0: mugshot. <laughs> oh,
10: yeah. Usually. <coughs> I, hang on, I'm going to mugshot Santa Cruz. Right. So
0: John Perkins yeah. and
10: Malaya Dawson. Oh, Fuck you guys.
5: Yeah. 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 Screw
0: them. But yeah. normally we say, well, this is what you steal And I mean, there's some crazy people out there. And like not. So if somebody's attempting to steal your bike. You just have to be crazier. I, th- yeah. you know, I, know. I think that's kind of it, isn't but, it?
3: You know, it, I, I, I always
5: take this weird retrospective look a day or two after this. In my mind, I'm going, am I that materialistic enough that I would risk life and limb to get my yeah, bike? Like, bike? Yeah, but it's your bike. Yeah, it's a bike. Yeah, yeah. I am a it's little not bit. not just
0: maturity. But it ain't yeah. just a bike. And we've been yeah. through this wow, so that's many ugly times. ugly motherfucker. The relationship <laughs> that we have with our machines... It's not a car. It's not just an object. I mean, yeah. this is something that you love, and it's my significant other. It Really, it is. It's you like you don't tears. own a motorcycle. It's, it's like you're married to it. Yeah. And for somebody awesome. to come along and take that away from you.
6: Yeah. This is one of the advantages to using duct tape and zip ties. You can park your bike anywhere. Nobody, nobody see, will ever see steal knock, it. Terry's
10: bike. <laughs> knock. <laughs> you've oh, got. Man. You've got like part of the how not to get your bike stolen down, but you're missing part. Part of it is have an ugly bike. The other part is have a very heavy bike. Yeah,
6: so, which yeah. I, do, I do both of. M- mine is pretty <laughs> ugly,
10: <laughs> um, but it's like
6: not very heavy.
10: Pounds, but it's not very heavy. And does it not need a key to start?
5: No. Oh.
7: So That's the yeah, here, you can't leave that
10: shit on the street. Here's where we get yeah. Yeah, into you this. You got to take the battery you with you. Throw yeah. them no battery either. Runs off stator
5: He's wow. got a
4: bike, yeah, with no key, and he's yeah. parking it out in the lot when he has access to a garage. Yeah.
5: Well, here's the thing: yeah. the garage in the garage a, is seven hundred yards wheel. away. Because I get fucking lazy, I'm like, I don't want to walk my shit all the way mm-hmm, to right your right office. Yeah. You know?
2: Do, do you? Do I have park a wheel, there now? Wheel lock? Yep.
5: No, I don't have a wheel lock.
0: You know, hmm.
5: then they just have to drive the van closer. Would you, would you like one? <laughs> I'm just gonna park my bike in the goddamn basement You could have no mine. One. So, yeah, uh, just make it look like a pile of shit. Yeah. it's you
7: know, exactly. halfway there. Which or actually take so a shit on there. it before you leave. <laughs> yeah. nobody's gonna steal that.
0: My mind goes back many, many years to a friend of mine called Ian, and he always liked big Kawasaki's. He had Z900s for a long time, and then he graduated to Z1000s. Yeah. And these damn things were always getting stolen, because that was the hot ticket in the late 70s. Huh. Friggin' Z-1000s. Everyone wanted a Z-1000. And he got kind of fed up with his bike getting stolen. And what he did... And to this day, I think it's the best idea ever. He got a welding buddy to weld a lug on the frame... And on the center stand with a hole in it. So when you put the bike on a center stand, these two plates lined up the hole, and you could put a padlock. Oh, nice. On mm. And clasp the center stand locked down. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. brilliant. Now, so you can't ride the bike, you can't push it, and you ain't gonna lift it into the back of a van, yeah. because the Smart. friggin' center stands down. But of course, bikes don't even come with center stands these days. Nope. My and bikes, bikes yeah, are a level. lot lighter now as well. I mean, you don't want to be lugging a 550 pound Kawasaki into the back of a, a van, but it struck me as a great idea. But could you break the padlock? No, not where it was. You couldn't even get bolt cutters on it because it's way underneath the bike. See,
10: I just take my front wheel with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can
10: take big uh, People yeah. are like, ah, oh, someone already hit this one. So
0: you're the guy. I mean, if you're sitting at the, at, at the Wu-Tang concert with a frigging pan-European front wheel in your lap, yeah, we know who you are. Yeah.
4: Well, and it just reminds us, though, there are people like this who are yeah. driving around yes looking for bikes to take
0: yes yeah
4: i mean it's happened to doug and and cat fuck those guys
7: yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, really? Cat and Doug. Wow. <laughs> yeah. guys. so
0: thieves. I, In- you know, interesting it, story. It, it really makes my blood boil. Motorcycle thieves. It,
7: yeah.
5: There's that saying that uh, four wheel moves the body, two wheel moves the soul. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I walk down to that parking lot and I see my bike, on I was like, <clears throat> a piece of me was missing
3: Rain. horribly.
5: Like, like I'm that attached to this immaterial as you know
3: object. I'm like, Ugh, like. And what, were you,
6: what were you about yeah. to say, Brian?
3: Oh yeah, so in in Europe, uh, Zero tested some trackers. The yes. bikes were stolen the day after the trial started. Oh, oh wow! Six hours later, cool. arrested. A
2: testament cool. to oh, to, to the success oh, like of they their track trackers of on the bike. Oh, they
3: what? put trackers on the bike for oh. a test because too many bikes are being stolen right. over there. Did wow. they, wow. Did they, did they try to get them stolen or did no, they just? No, it just happened to be that this area was so hot for bike theft that the day they
10: stuck yep. them out, well, they were. Stolen. Was this in Britain? Because in the UK, there's
8: horrific yeah, bike
0: theft. I was going to say it was right. somewhere over
8: England there. England is fucked though, like especially London, right? Oh, hang on
0: weird in terms minute. of bike theft, in terms
8: of
10: bike theft.
0: At one of the last things I got heavily involved in with before I left England, <laughs> um, we were doing um these trackers and you buy a kit, and there's about seven or eight little chips that you can read. And the idea is you dismantle a bike and you, you, you epoxy these chips all over the bike.
7: Mm. Oh, so it's
10: hard like to
0: pull. Inside, them inside out. the swing arm, inside oh, the frame, you can't everywhere. Find them all. And you're not gonna know where they are. Yeah. And the, then the last piece is you have this innocuous sticker that you put somewhere visible that this bike is protected by whatever. I'm sure some of our English listeners can remember what this was called. I mean it was twenty five years ago. But it was a very effective system. And there was a scanner and you'd read the bike and it'd read the chips. Now back then there wasn't.
10: So it's not GPS. It wasn't GPS. This
0: was before GPS. But if somebody had the wherewithal to have this tool, I think it might have been data tool or something. Hmm. But you point it at the bike and it'd read, number one, what the bike is and and where the chips are. Oh, it's like a an RF chip, basically. Almost, yeah. yeah okay. But you, you'd have about eight or nine of them in the kit, and you'd put them everywhere yeah, in the awesome. bike. So it's
10: like
3: microchipping your cat. Almost, yeah. For a motorcycle.
4: <laughs> well,
0: and here's something interesting. Wait, I did mean,
3: this come before mm-hmm. the microchipping of the cats? Problem. She said 25 years ago? Yeah. 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 Um, we, we care about our bikes more than we do our pets? Yeah.
7: Yeah. 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 Well, we, we, we know, you know that. that
6: send our bikes it. on our pets? Speaking of pets, <laughs> so I've got this little thing for $6 a month I can track charger wherever so, she goes. So
2: Terry's holding cool. up a little black collar
6: so that's a actually a if they ma- if they made this for a motorcycle they'd charge you a hundred times as much because oh, they can't sure. because they make it for a dog they make it reasonable. Whenever I want to find <laughs> Charger, I literally just go on my phone. I hit this thing and it should start flashing. It was blue so when I many cool. Parents are putting those on the
7: kids.
8: <laughs> 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 the ones with the leashes.
2: Last week he oh, was man. like, "Where's Charger? Wait,
0: let me pull up my phone."
8: <laughs> There's an app on
0: So I've got an app. Let's that. do a bit of extrapolating. Yeah. So. Okay, so the ultimate thing is you have a GPS tracker on your bike that tells you where it is if it gets stolen. It's too late. What, it's too late. if you, even if you have a tracker, hang, it's too late. But even so, now hang on. Bex, what was that app you were using that showed exactly where your bike was? Do you remember? You sent me a link to it. Yes. Uh, we were meeting somewhere. Oh, the Reaver app? There's a read? No, one?
2: no. Uh, it's called Glimpse. Glimpse. Oh, with yeah. a Y.
0: Now, the problem, and the problem with any GPS-based based app, it's going to read or your... A, maybe a danger. It's going to read your speed. So I'm watching this app. Beck says, um, send me a link. And I could see where she was in relation to us. She was meeting us for (laughs) breakfast. And it was recording speed. And it ninety five. No, just the legal limit, and of course, just, so the problem is: can this be used against you?
8: Yes. No. No. Well, well yeah, yeah. it's oh, not hang a legal
2: on.
3: calibrated system. Yeah, law yeah. enforcement isn't. No.
2: But as, as well, How is
3: that a calibrated? I, I did, upholding this traceable certificate. They, any cop yes. can catch
6: as many speeders as they want without hacking people.
3: Yeah. yeah. A, right, as exactly. well, I, Terry, I did you got a little, for this, didn't
6: you? Yeah, because Uh-oh. I was going cross country, and this guy named Ted Dillon. Was He recorded me doing like 107 through Texas on uh, your oh. electric well, bike, had by had
2: the a, way. Guys, get the fuck out, giving, out of Texas. Uh, in
6: trouble though. I don't know. He actually posted online, and again they said you know it could be up to 30 <clears throat> miles an hour off. These things aren't calibrated. Uh, Cops
3: uh, have to witness <clears throat> it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's all there is to it. Yeah, you, we, you need to
5: face your accuser in court. Part situation. right
4: we know that there's people going around, right? looking for this stuff, but Matthew's experienced. Uh, another type of problem in San Francisco that's quite common.
11: Yeah, someone pushed my bike over. I've had that
4: happen around here
5: too, man. Fuck that shit, bro.
11: And they broke like so much stuff. It was like twenty two hundred dollars yeah. worth, worth of stuff. Yeah. I had a handicapped driver to drive over the back of my bike. Oh. Oh.
0: No, I remember seeing That's some footage of the there. Some somebody posted this on YouTube and it's a guy. Uh, yeah. I think he was in the He's mission over district. And pushes a bike over. He walks over, yeah. pushes a bike over and just carries on on his way. Wow. But yeah.
4: Not just that, there's a common problem that I think you mentioned oh, that other yeah, people yeah. I like Moti used to have this problem mm-hmm. when she parked on the street.
11: Yeah, someone stole a spark plug.
4: Spark plug. What? What? Have you guys heard of this? I know why they they do do that in Europe. Why?
11: You know why they do it? There's two reasons. Uh, Well, I know one of them.
4: Yeah. Is it one of the two he just said?
11: what was smoke the smoke f- crack and break windows yeah break windows uh, The ceramic, break a window then smoke crack the ceramic from
10: spark plugs is is yeah. really hard you you, take, know, you it, smash it, it you take a little piece and you throw it at a window kind of and it a, shatters are you going to take it silently. off
5: my parked bike oh yeah hold on a second yeah. so this yeah. is kind of a weird urban well, legend territory it. kind of thing like no, if you were a thief a and thing. you wanted to like you know smash a window you just smash a window with a fucking brick or something or just believe it or not you can take a hammer
1: and hit a window two you can make a better crack pipe
6: with a fucking can you you know it's
7: what I'm Like, it's
9: how do you, know, you know that from experience? Well,
7: it's a well, con I mean, at the
1: boardwalk. <laughs>
9: let me, it, let me explain. It's I, and I don't think it's the ceramic necessarily. I think what it is is the sharp points on the on the spark plug because in order to break glass, you need it, glass is actually a a very slow flowing fluid. Yeah, and it has surface tension, and you need a sharp point to break that surface tension. As soon as you break hmm. that surface tension, the glass will shatter. So, so I, I can, can e- home I can, ex- ex- I can ex- explain it. Yeah. No, so a let rock,
7: Brian
2: okay. with a Y. A
3: Rockwell test uh, yeah. shows you what is harder than something else. Yeah. So to scratch yeah. something, you just have to have a s- substance. That's harder. Safety glass is tempered so that a small fracture generates a bazillion little pieces. Mm-hmm. All you need is something harder than the tempered glass, and that porcelain uh, is there. Oh, that's what, so, that's what they're scratching yeah. it. Okay. I know like a crackhead.
8: Anything, n- so you could throw a diamond at so, uh, go back. Yeah. Really hold on, hold well. on, hold on, you guys. <laughs> one at a
4: time, one at a time. Hold time. on. So I know that this is a problem. I know other people have had it, but <laughs> what was your solution?
11: Uh, I took it to the mechanic. I didn't know what the hell was wrong. <laughs> I mean, Did t- you say,
4: well, or was this your
11: potential solution?
4: Did you say you're just going to leave a spark plug? Yeah, I'm going to
11: tape one to the engine. <laughs> yeah, say here, there you problem. Just It'd be like a Leave an bag. extra spark
4: plug on top.
11: Yeah, why not?
5: <laughs> so somebody actually stole your spark plug. Wait, what was yeah. your pipe? Crazy. Can somebody explain drum. to me how you make
11: I mean, a uh, crack the, pipe do, out of a spark plug? They
2: brought
10: tools.
5: Like, I
11: guess so. I don't know
2: to, to steal a spark plug. It to- honestly is a thing. So if, I mean, so there's
3: this this almost sounds like sixteen year olds having fun. Right. And it was during the day. No. It was not even at nighttime. Well, if you're gonna well, leave it on there, the day,
6: at least took it up to thirty thousand volts. Well, no. I, yeah. Yeah. Hold on.
4: No, we're done. We're done. You guys can just talk at length about. <laughs> this is just hold on. Nuts. Someone explain to me how you break the glass again? No, I'm kidding. So,
7: <laughs> it's, it's a common
4: thing that happens. I've heard multiple people, including Matthew, say that.
5: So on the record, at I least, think this is a weird. At least. Urban Legend thing At this
4: least Knock Got urban. the D-bags Off Right of, Yes Off the streets yes. And sure, I just wanted Spartan Spartan to say talk. Thank you You win the TJ Hooker Award Of yeah. the week
5: yeah, yeah, if knock. I if I uh, could have done it again, I would have yelled "Wu Tang motherfucker." Yeah,
0: as I, uh, ran into him. knock. You are a you are a genuine hero, mate. Wow. You're supposed think. to say you yeah. said
3: that anyhow, because there's there's no sound on the security footage. Right,
7: yeah. right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Surprise, get, get motherfucker!
0: Get that yeah. footage. We're
4: gonna have fun doing yeah. some dubbing. Yeah, once once yes. the footage
5: is released, uh, we can play <laughs> the Benny Hill Yakety
4: uh, Sax <laughs> theme song to it. Oh,
10: shit. That's what it was. Speed it up. <laughs> I want to find the court date for that and just go sit sit in the yeah. court. Yeah, yeah. We should all go
9: wear our gear and sit in court that day.
10: And then just <laughs> yell stuff until we get kicked out.
4: But, knock <laughs> isn't the only hero here. Yeah. We have another hero in the room. A hero for doing something great. By great, I mean crazy. By crazy, I mean who the fuck wants to sit on a little scooter, scooter. and race cross country?
9: I do.
7: Crazy <laughs> people. <laughs> what did you
9: just do? He was a bad motherfucker. I, I've, uh, over the past three plus weeks, I've ridden my Vespa GTS 250 clear across the country and up to New England, yep. uh, over 5,800 miles.
0: Frigging loony. How is
9: your yes. butt? <laughs> uh, my butt is sore. It's still, it's still recovering. I'm still a little uncomfortable. Is it actually but. still sore? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you bring some pillows? <laughs> uh, I should have.
7: You but, got those taxi
9: uh, beads, dude. Uh, well, actually, right? I, 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 a friend of mine sent me an Airhawk, uh, ah. because I, I I have this gel pad that I was going to bring, which is getting old and it's kind of leaking, and I tried to find an Airhawk <laughs> before, but like no, none of the shop in the area it's had not, them. It's not the pad that's leaking. No, yeah, no. that's what happens <laughs> but, when things get old. So, but then I forgot to bring the pad, so All I was right, just riding right. on the bare seat, and I realized about an hour into my ride down to Morrow Bay, I was like, "Oh crap! I forgot the forgot the pad." Yeah. As soon as my butt's starting to feel it, and so I'm like, "All right, well, there's nothing I can do now." So yeah. I just kept going, and uh, I posted <laughs> online uh, on Facebook. I was like, "I should have brought you know should have brought my gel pad or whatever," and a friend of mine said, "Hey, I've got a brand new Airhawk. I've I've never used. You want me to send it to you?" I'm like, "Sure." So she sent it to me, and it, it arrived about halfway through the cannonball so at least i had that for the rest of the way
5: yeah you could tell whether uh your seams were flat stitch
9: or regular stitch huh yeah in your underwear yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was thinking i should have cut the oh, back dang. pockets so, off of my pants yeah, so
0: if if anybody's actually thinking about buying one of these things did it make a tangible difference
9: uh it did it definitely made a difference it, it's weird though sitting on an air hawk because you feel like these it's got these little air pockets oh. with little channels in between them so they don't you know, they they've slowly inflate and deflate as you move around. So you kind hmm. of feel like you're squishy, almost
0: bouncing around on top of your bike. Well, you're not bouncing, but you're just kind of floating, and it's sort of the Ooh, squishy I'm the, I'm, air. I'm not cushion. sure whether I'd like that. It well, you don't have a connection with the bike.
9: You 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 don't, but it does. It's not like you're move you're, you're you you feel planted. It's just it moves up and down depending on how you right. shift your weight. Yeah. And in in one way, it's kind of good because it forces you to uh to to sit sit straight because I, I have a bad habit of like you know shifting slouching, to one side or the other yeah. slouching. And, Wait, are and we can,
4: talking about a Sibian right now?
9: No, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about an airhawk. So um, don't Google that. <laughs> so the or do spelled S Y. No, no, anyway. <laughs> da, 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 da. So so the the airhawk um, it's it was weird, but it definitely helped because okay. it took the pressure points off of off of my butt, and and I, I realized that my seat is not uh, set up well for long distance riding. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to go back. <laughs> Revisit that and have probably have it remade uh, with all new foam uh, to right. start over from scratch again. But yeah, that's, so that's for a later date.
0: Aside from the seat, yeah. How did your bike do? My bike did
9: fantastically well. Um, I had installed a, a new engine just weeks before I left. Yes. This is an engine that I bought uh, off of a friend of mine uh, who his his, uh, his bike had gotten totaled after uh, an accident. And where he's still your, out. he's still your friend. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he sold me the bike for six hundred bucks. I mean, the bike was was wrecked, but the engine was good. Nice. And uh, and I so I bought it off of him. I figured it'd be good to have a spare engine, and it's been sitting in my garage for like three years. Um, but I, you know, I'd never ridden on it uh, until I actually put it in my bike, so, um, so I was I was unsure of how well it was going to do. It had twenty five thousand miles on it. He so said it always had been a uh, no shit. Yeah, it had it been you know a solid runner. Uh, never had the top end apart or anything, so it was you know still together from the factory. And uh, I put it in, and yeah, it ran like a top, man. It was so fuck so, yeah, dude. It was just it was fuck just yeah. it was it was great. What was your top it's speed? It's a blessing. Uh, top speed, in actual miles per hour, was about eighty two.
5: God damn. Yeah what
9: about we uphill. Should. Uh uphill it it well, depends on the hill. Uh there were there were what times was the slowest you could found yourself crawling up a hill? The <laughs> slowest that I went up a hill was probably about forty. There were some pretty steep hills where you know it, it really uh, bogged down because I, I was carrying a lot of stuff with me. Yeah, I had tools. Altitude too is that was kind of affecting you at um, all? Um, well, yeah, yeah. When we were up in like in the Rockies and the, the Continental it, Divide, yeah. yeah. if you lose
3: ten percent from a really small engine, you don't feel it, right?
9: Yeah, <laughs> well, you feel it. <laughs> <that. laughs> Wait, how much? Yeah, how much uh, horsepower are you putting down? Uh, I forget what the the horsepower is on the on the GTS. I, I think, think it's twenty, it's, 20 and 20, 20, change. Yeah, twenty twenty two something like that. Oh, that's I pretty did, respectable. So 100, 100, that's not bad. One hundred and fifty.
3: 250.
9: would you? Would you
2: mind? sharing your tire size
9: uh, it they're 12 inch tires uh, so
2: so you're going 82 mm-hmm on a 12-inch tire.
9: Yep. Wow. That's a lot of RPM. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. They're,
7: they're, they're spinning fast.
9: And uh, but did you uh, did but, you have to change tires partway through? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I brought I brought two sets of rears. Um, front like basically kept. Uh, you had a light. lot of stuff on the bike. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't I didn't carry the tires with me. We had a support truck, so they carried the extra tires, uh, extra some of the, some of the extra parts and tools and things. Support truck. Yep. What so, because well, this, is, this, this know, is the scooter, this is the scooter cannonball run, <laughs> where scary. we have, uh, we have, we well, let me tell you a little bit about this. We had, I think. Uh, Thirty-six riders in all who rode the Cannonball Run. Twenty-one of them finished. Why don't you just have a guy with a motorcycle carry all your stuff? Oh. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm Terry. Next time, remind we'll, me. We'll, we'll, I'll let you know. You
8: might have Child's to lose fired. the dog, though. Just
0: somebody with a but, oh. Ball oh. Ring. I
7: know. It just won't work.
0: Rate. I'll, yeah. I'll find a way to put it on there. Don't worry. Sir? Yeah. But so, <laughs> oh. um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, it's open just to scooter riders Yes. Just to Italian Or is everybody nope. welcome Any scooter is, is allowed up to 280 ccs Well no hang on Hang on no. <laughs> You posted a picture Of a group of scooters uh, Right in front of Morrow Rock Yeah And there was a honda venza there and that is a 300 cc scooter but the actual cc's i think is like
9: 2 280 something like that well, okay yeah because they, they're going by actual CC so this size. means like a honda silver wing is disqualified yeah. Okay.
4: Big, yeah i'm just curious when you're going up a hill <laughs> <laughs> if you all get in a line and put your feet on the exhaust of the person in front of you does it help push you all up?
9: <laughs> i didn't try that but i, I don't <laughs> maybe maybe with the, the slipstream yeah, like might actually paddle help
2: a little,
4: shoe <laughs>
9: right <laughs> capture it <laughs> big a big convoy and going down the road. So, uh, what was your biggest oh shit moment? Um,
4: oh, oh man. He, had bad one. he was sending me texts. Let me no, tell upset. you.
9: Um, on day nine of the cannonball, and this is related to tires, because uh, like I said, I brought two rears. I brought one that was uh, like a street tire, and another one that was sort of uh, an all weather tire, which I was pretending and using for the dirt and, and rougher sections. So, first day I had the street tire on. Um, and I think the second day, and then I changed it out for the dirt tire for the next three or four days because we did we did some some pretty serious off-road sections in Nevada, Utah, and uh, Colorado. Um, and uh, but then I went back to my street tire. And the thing about the cannonball is basically this is 400 miles a day for 10 days straight, and uh, you're going wide open, just balls out, <laughs> and it. It shoes up tires at twice the normal rate, so uh, the hide now yeah. that I was running usually lasts four to five thousand miles on on a, your your average you know daily rider. Um, so so my rear tire was was pretty much down to the wear bars by about two thousand miles. Uh, so this is a good guy.
2: heads up for for anybody who is just gonna stick to a slab and and go and long, ass. yeah, and haul yeah. ass basically yeah. because
9: twelve inch
2: tire.
7: It, well, or any tire, not really. just, <laughs> but
5: especially a twelve inch tire, but yeah. any lot water rotation. I got a question for you. Did they make? Did you pick sport? touring tires or did you just pick hard compound soft compound or yeah there's a
10: ton of sport touring scooter tires out there yeah <laughs> well
9: market. well i the tires <laughs> well, I, no, used, I mean like there are <laughs> the, the tires i used were hide now k61 mm-hmm. and hide now k66 uh, for the rear mm-hmm. and the k61 is uh, it's it's labeled a racer tire mm-hmm. um, but it's a, racer. it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a pretty firm compound yeah. but it has really nice grip when it's warm so yeah. so it's a really nice uh, really nice tire and lasts lasts longer than you your average 12 inch tire does okay so so by day nine i had put about two thousand miles on that tire and it was already down to the wear bars in the center but we were going on the blue ridge parkway that day which is lots of twisties uh. you ain't using the you uh. so, so i'm thinking yeah. you know it's it's, no. it's down to the rear bars it's not bald yet um we're going to be hitting a whole bunch of twisties this day i'm going to keep it on there one more day smart call and just wear down the sides and then i'll change it out to my uh my my uh all-weather tire for the last day so so I was riding along uh, started out by hitting the tail of the dragon which we were, we were like 15 miles away from the tail of the dragon and it wasn't on the actual cannonball route yeah. but I couldn't yeah, resist you just, no of course I was like, course. I, like if it cost me an extra 15 minutes who cares I'm just gonna do it
4: was that so. your first time on the dragon
9: no second time okay yep nice. and it was it was totally worth it you started on the what side not the Tennessee side but the yeah it? I was starting out in Tennessee okay Etowah Tennessee yeah and uh, hit the dragon and then continued east uh, to the Blue Ridge and then took the Blue Ridge north okay so uh, but there was there were these crazy rainstorms the, the week before and a part of the Blue Ridge was closed because they had trees down and stuff so we had to we had to be routed around the Blue Ridge onto the interstate mm. for a little bit and then another highway and then a smaller road to get back to the Blue Ridge and uh, because I had taken the extra time to do uh, Dragon, I was like you know what I gotta just make up some time so I was just <laughs> totally like pegging it like bouncing off the rev limiter on on I- <laughs> I-40 like, just hauling ass I'm like I've gotta Fuck. get there and so I got off I-40, got awesome. on I-70, and then it went on 226 to get back to the Blue Ridge and on 226 all of a sudden, boom! My rear tire blows out and the whole rear of the bike was just Holy going all shit. over the place. And I was nice. probably doing like 45 or so. So that was your first oh shit moment? That was the first real oh shit moment. Did you actually shit your pants? Uh, no. Thankfully I did not, but it was definitely there was puckering <laughs> I, going on. And you well, shouldn't but, tell I us if you, uh, you did. <laughs> but, but I, I bet he did! But, now, now, but here's what happened. Like, when, when that tire blue it came the bead came off of the rim oh, oh. shit and yep. it's not a so, split rim is it Damn. no, no okay. It's, okay it's tubeless yeah um so the rear of the bike just was completely uncontrollable and all i could do was keep the bike up oh. and yeah. you know, and i, sparks I was sparks flying well well it didn't the rim actually didn't hit the road because the hide now has really stiff sidewalls yeah but it's just um, going
4: to make it all squirrely
9: and yeah it was yeah. super squirrely and the bike was steering me and it steered me into the wow. the oncoming traffic lane and oh. then off the side oh. of the road and thankfully was soft dirt, so I just kept it up. And and, and you were keeping a
0: straight face and telling us you didn't crap yourself? Yeah, you burnt your underwear that night. So, yeah. so, I, was, I, was, I took
9: you. every ounce I had just to keep the bike up. I didn't even have have like strength to shit. This why, sounds
6: like you've done this. This is why I needed the air hawk. It wasn't a sore butt. It was diaper rash.
10: <laughs> did you use the Wow? Did, so did so, you immediately get on the front brake or Yeah, what, yeah. So you I, got on the front brake. Did the rear start coming around on you?
9: No, it. I, I got on the front brake. I so mean, it's the, not
10: like a rear lockup.
9: No, because the rear was. I mean, it was kind of dragging because the tire was yeah. just flopping everywhere. But it was it was just flopping side to side. And, yeah. and just super squirrely. And, and this happened when you're perfectly vertical, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was length. Thankfully, Thank It was God not God in a curve. Yeah. Good, and, and thankfully, it did not happen when I was on I forty doing eighty plus. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that was yeah. That it could have been. Did You buy really, a lottery really ticket bad. that night? I should have. Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> wow. But <laughs> I had
9: already won. Yeah. But I pulled over <laughs> uh, and and took a, a minute just to catch my breath. And thank my stars that I didn't I'm die. And clean
0: yourself up. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
9: and I called. I called the support truck um, and said, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna need a tire." <laughs> and and uh, unfortunately, our sport truck driver was almost, some underwear. almost yes, was to the true. end of the day. <laughs> So she had to come back like a hundred miles or so just oh, to, to give me the tire. Oh, but but in the meantime, I took I took, the, vehicle, took the rear tire off. I also changed my uh, variator weights at the at the same time as well, and uh, just basically had everything ready to go. When, when she got there, popped the tire on, and I was back on the road in like 15, 20 minutes. This was oh in, fortunately this was in the daytime where you had daylight, or yes. was it? okay. Yeah, thank it was God. In, yeah. in the afternoon, but it was hot as hell. You know, yeah. it's like in the middle of Tennessee, and mm. and I was and I, I had stopped like on the side of the road. And there was this shady spot that was back maybe you know forty feet behind me. Yeah. And I was trying to back the bike up. I could not move the bike back because the rear tire was off of the the bead was off of the rim. And, and you don't have a clutch. And there's no well I, the wheel wouldn't even move. Huh? Like the tire was getting like jammed up between the engine and and the and, yes. and the. Uh, at the rim, so yeah. Um. So I had I flagged another rider down who was behind me, and uh, uh, who's riding a, a vintage Vespa, and uh, she stopped and helped me muscle the bike back into the shade. Oh, okay. And I was like, "Thank you for that's all I need, and I've got everything else." So she kept on going, and and that that really saved me being in the shade to wrench on the bike for an hour or so to do all that. Awesome.
2: Ba- bagel, what's a variator? Wait.
9: Uh, the variator is that's part of the transmission. Uh, it's part of the CVT. Inside the driving pulley uh, that comes off the crankshaft, there are two pulley halves that expand in and out from one another. It and variates. That's, it variates the width of the pulley <laughs> uh, ooh, ooh. on the V-belt. And when, when the engine revs up, the pulleys come together and that pushes the belt further the, mm-hmm. to the outside, which mm-hmm. changes the effect of gearing. Mm-hmm. And there are little weights inside one of the pulley halves that control how it moves <laughs> in and out. And the reason why I had to change those is because my K61 uh, street tire is a 140 and I see. my My all-weather tires are 130, and the 130 uses stock variator weights, but with a 140, I need to use lighter aftermarket weights. So that's why I had to swap those out.
5: Top tip for the scooters. Consider too, like
9: these are 12-inch wheels or uh, uh,
5: tires. Yep. So, like, I don't know what the math is on that. Is that thing's spinning way more than a
9: 17-inch would? Uh, Yeah, pretty much at the same speed. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's like probably twice as much. Bigel,
4: what was the smallest displacement scooter on the Cannonball this year?
9: I think the smallest bike we had was a 125. Wow. Yeah, it's not too Why small. Why would you do that to I you yourself? I mean, it's very
10: small, but it's not too small.
9: Uh, well, uh that's, that's uh small for America, my uh, like that's my buddy Ben. America. He uh, he lives uh, lives in the Bay Area and uh, actually teaches welding at Cabrillo. Wait, yes. did, did you guys go through like It's a 100 PCX he was riding. Did you guys take I-40? Uh no, we we took back roads. Uh pretty uh, much the whole nice. way. Oh, oh I-40 in Texas, you mean? No, no, we 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 only got on I-40 in uh, in ten, uh, 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 Tennessee, I think it was. Oh, okay. I, can't I believe got I'm sorry, not Virginia. So
6: you guys stayed at slower speeds when we went through, like, Oklahoma or Texas and stuff like that?
9: Uh, We... Went as fast as we could go. Well, the reason I so. ask is,
6: is, I know from like C- Craig Vetter's, uh, you know, experience mm-hmm. because scooters, the weight is so low. Yeah. I mean, it makes it really nice and flickable. But what happens is a gust comes along, and Craig would get blown all over the place. Where yeah, I,
9: you know, but the, but you the, you just lean into it and you keep going. Well, I was
10: wondering about that. Yeah, oh, sorry.
9: Yeah, and 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 also because I'm carrying, I was carrying a full set of tools, oil, uh, extra Ew, parts. Yeah i had uh, my backpack with a bunch of stuff in it yeah. um, you know, so i had and i had my spare fuel cell on the back <laughs> with, with extra fuel in it <laughs> I, I had a lot of weight so yeah. so i was that bike was pretty planted and pretty solid so the, the wind was a factor but not as bad as if it had been you okay, know yeah. so really, i was really on
10: a, I was on a bridge on 280 yesterday and i got blown 20 feet to the left wow you know? oh, like I up. got blown from the right side of one lane into another l- lane on my yeah. left. Yeah.
7: You,
5: you realize that there are certain parts of the country where like wind advisory warnings like closes off roads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when I was going to Texas, that's what happened like cuz like semis
9: were getting blown over right. literally. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. So, bagel? oh, oh uh, well to finish up with yeah. my tire story, um, yeah. I found out later what happened because um, when 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 the tire blew, I had never seen tire carnage like that before. It had, it had worn down through three layers of belts oh to the inner <laughs> layer of rubber on the tire before it blew. Wow. And, and that's a Jeez. testament to, to hide now, because they are really, really well made. Yeah. But what happened is when I when I went <laughs> on the dragon, you know, they got the guys that take the pictures of you on the dragon. I went and checked those pictures a couple days later just to check them out. Oh, you gotta post those. Yeah. And I noticed the back of my the, the shots of the back of my bike. They showed the rear tire already deflecting on the dragon at the beginning of the day. Wow! So, uh, yeah, like this like the sidewall was deflecting uh, in the in the turns. This was mis-shaped. So Too much oh. No, the tire was already lo- losing air at yeah. the beginning of the day, yeah. and Damn. I must have picked something up that morning because I, I checked the tire. You know, looked good. Uh, checked the pressure that morning. It was yeah. ready to go. But well, I must run have,
5: typically on tires like that. Um,
9: in the rear, somewhere. I was I was running. I think it was running about 32 33. Oh, Not slow. Because
0: if I
8: if uh, remember right no, I no, no, think for stock, a scooter stock though. for stock for, that for much a weight?
9: DTS is, is 29 for a solo rider, but I put but okay. put extra pressure in it because I was running Wait. more weight. Okay. So 32 but, 33 um, but uh, but it and, and I made sure that it had pressure in the morning, but I, I think I picked something up that was slowly letting air out. Mm. Uh, ah. I didn't notice it because the the sidewalls on the hide nalls are really stiff and but I did feel a little You know, off my confidence on the dragon. Like I didn't want to push it too far. I thought maybe (laughs) it was just the road was flat tire. (laughs) I thought maybe (laughs) the road was a little slick because it was early in the morning. So I wasn't scooter. (laughs) Well, no, I I pushed. I pushed my scooter really far. (laughs) Bagels is a crazy motherfucker. But I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it, and that and that's the reason why. So so I basically I rode like something like. I, at least a hundred miles uh, on on the Blue Ridge Parkway, then did like twenty miles on I-40 and US-70 before I got onto the side road where the tire blew out. So, yeah. so I had put on a lot of miles with low pressure and when your pressure's low, that heats up the tire because of the extra friction. Mm-hmm. So what it was doing is it was heating up the tire more and more and more and then when I was hauling ass on I-40, it was shredding as I was going and I didn't even realize it. So, so like after it was smooth sailing after that. That was the gnarly shit, huh? Or, uh, pretty much. I did have also another issue where uh, I my coolant was overheating. Uh, yeah, we actually yeah.
4: got an email from somebody yeah. about that who I took a picture with you oh, yeah. as you were fixing
9: <laughs> yes your coolant yeah and uh, but this but that was that was a different coolant issue later on there was I had a, oh. I was having overheating problems on the cannonball and I called Emma and Emma found figured out what it was with some of the information that I gave her I'd I'd put too high of a concentration of coolant in the bike not realizing hmm. that that Wait. actually reduces how well the engine will be cool but yeah because it it's good. glycol can, yep. yeah. can you say that
2: again. Well, so,
9: okay, so here's, here's Wait, what so I did. So you, you poured in, like, a non-50-50 mix? You kind of mixed yeah. your own? So here's, okay. here's, here's what I did. When I when I put the engine in, I had an old bottle of coolant in the garage. I was like, mm. well, let me just use this up. I had a little bit left, in and I just poured it in, and then took another bottle of 50-50 and filled it up the rest of the way. Later, I realized that that first bottle was 100% concentrate. Ah. Oh, so yeah. it had, like, maybe, you know, a quarter of it was 100%, yeah. and then the rest of it was 50-50. And I was like, eh, well, no. I'm just going to run it. It'll be fine. Because I figured, you know, more coolant is better, more, higher concentration is better than less. <laughs> but that but I didn't realize what Emma told me later is that if it's too high of a concentration, it reduces the eff- the effectiveness of the yeah. cooling. Can
0: I can I kind of explain it very, very briefly, so people understand. Yeah, and in order to make why. it simple, I'm going to refer to coolant as antifreeze. I'd like to point out that the electric guys are laughing at us right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. We don't have <laughs> these <laughs> problems.
7: <laughs> we just poor
0: <laughs> <ha laughs> <ha laughs> so
4: We said so the man writing is a batteries pixies. are
0: exploding. Angry pixies. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll refer to it as antifreeze. <clears throat> we all put out antifreeze as a mix in our water-cooled bikes, because there are are many good things to it. If you live in a cold climate, it does exactly that. It's going to stop the water freezing. Mm -hmm. Um, It also has got a corrosion inhibitor in it, so it Mm -hmm. doesn't make the inside of your engine all rusty. Because your engine is warm, um, there's water in there, which is very high in oxygen. Mm -hmm. It will oxidise the inside of your engine. So you can mitigate that by putting antifreeze in it and i stress that's the term i'm using i know it's cool and you can call it what the mm-hmm. hell you want yes what it essentially what it does yeah is an antifreeze in, in terms of raising the boiling point of water it's perfect it does that as well but what people don't realize is it actually makes your bike run hotter yep the higher the concentrate the actual hotter your bike's going to run yeah. now in real terms it's a moot point because most Japanese bikes most European bikes have got excellent cooling systems, they're not on the brink Right. however, if you are on a heavily laden 250cc bike on a run in a very very hot climate mm-hmm. that has got marginal cooling anyway mm-hmm. because it's got a ton tiny little water pump mm-hmm. you're kind of pushing the envelope yep. and if you add a high concentrate of antifreeze to it it's going to run hot and then you get to the stage where your fan is going to be running all the time and that's Which putting a load that's putting a load on your charging system that sure, you don't yep. need so you need to get that temperature down so Yep. What dumped, did you do? I dumped the coolant
9: out, uh, filled it the rest of the way with distilled water, yeah. and cleared up the problem. Just so, totally, so keep totally mind
2: distilled water because it is void of particulates. No,
5: no, no. Hold on a second. It's not just particulates. You have to think about, there's a thing called uh, heat capacity. Right. And uh, water has the best specific, there it is, specific
7: heat capacity. Because there are no other
2: particulates. Okay, so it goes to basic physics where when you add particulates, whether they're, it, 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 honestly, you
9: antifreeze minerals.
2: Whatever it is, it, yeah. it increases it. So. Big ol'. So yeah. how I'm many getting shakes in <clears> the head? I'm like, okay. How many
4: fine. miles and how many days did you do? And okay. did you win the race?
9: Okay. Well, so what? The, what I ended I ended up riding 4,106 miles over 10 days from coast to coast, from Morrow Bay oh. to Virginia Beach. Um, I did not win. It is not a race.
7: <laughs> um,
9: <laughs> okay, but but, but, I, but but it's a. Really did but did win? you win? I, I came in eleventh place. <laughs> Out of thirty, yeah. out of thirty five, out of well, out of twenty one you finished. That's fucking dope. But out of thirty six and all that is okay. so, Mid-pack and, is but, respectable. But, but honestly, it, it I I really struggled. I I had the hardest time. The bike did well. I really struggled on, on the ride because yeah. i I'm on a low carb diet and, <laughs> and trying to eat well while you're, you know, uh, riding dude, all day yeah. long and going across the middle of the country where your food options are very limited that and affects generally you, dude. poor. Oh my god, yeah. my my brain was so foggy. Like I would be riding yeah. Down the road, navigating and saying, "Okay, I'm one mile, I got to turn right on this on this road." A mile later, I'm just zoned out, going straight right through, pa- yeah. right, blowing right through the intersection. And the, this sounds like very California, miles. but the quality of the salads start to diminish yes. the further into the country. If, you, know? if you can find salads <laughs> yeah. or fruit or right. you know any you know. Oh, I was, I was missing avocados so, so bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that and, is so California. Yeah, and, and good cheese. Oh,
0: and a <laughs> final question for you, Bagel. Yeah. Um, where did you get your placement underwear from Target or uh, <laughs> I did not, did not need it <laughs>
4: so, so that's that's pretty cool are you going to do it again that's next awesome.
9: year uh, no I you know what I think I think you this is going to be my last cannonball you should do oh. it again fuck it I've, wow. I've done I've done six cannonballs now five with this bike <laughs> um, and I sh- and I but I think for I think going forward I want to do I still want to oh. do long rides but I want to do more pro- pleasure bike. no on my scooter but I want to do more, more pleasurable more just fun rides less frantic. because because yeah less frantic it's yeah. so it was so grueling yeah and you know so so i've got other adventures in mind uh, plus my bike is in boston right now and i'm going to be riding it back next month so. exactly nice. so but yeah. he's
4: not done
9: no. he's
4: not done so um, oh. in two weeks i'm going to be riding to ohio for uh, the vintage motorcycle days bagel's going to be flying to boston meeting up with some of the chickistaners oops sorry and riding back mm-hmm. and then we're supposed to ride back together but bagel said hey do you mind i have another plan
0: yeah
9: what is so, your plan so i've been thinking um i, I had done my uh, my iron bud in 2014 from santa cruz up to vancouver bc and um uh, and But there's also a 1,500 iron butt. Because I did the 1,000, and I have a couple of friends who've done a 1,500 on a Vespa. The bun burner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, it's a long way back from Ohio, and it's pretty flat and pretty straight, especially if I take I-80. And I'm thinking... What better opportunity to do a 1500 Iron Butt? You trying Mm -hmm. to blow out more tires? Well, I'm going to have brand new tires. (laughs) Are you you trying to do the 1536 or the 1524? 1536. There's there's no way I could do
6: 1524
9: on a scooter. You didn't invite me to join you on it. Would you like to join me, Liza? I might. All right. Then can we just spend an extra day in Vegas? Uh, I don't want to go to Vegas. (laughs) Good answer. No, because we'd be going on I-80, so we'd be nowhere near it. and. Uh. And you can would, go would,
2: Reno, though. It would, How
9: about it would that? be ending in Rock um, Springs, Wyoming. I,
4: I'm not going to rule it out. I might I I already have a bun burner under okay. my belt. Yeah, yeah if you want to do it but, together uh, and you
9: don't mind riding scooter pace, we could do it. Let's get a lap dance oh, in the Oh, Where is that? I mean, unless you want to ride ahead. Well, it just ride behind him and hold your foot in. <laughs>
4: yes, exactly.
9: Yeah. But well, you just <laughs> you just break the wind Or he can draft. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say draft
3: for <laughs> the real motorcycle. But <laughs> I'm
9: I'm working on a route. I'll send you I'll send you the, the details yeah. and we can talk about it.
4: That's awesome. So congratulations. On that, Thanks. and um, oh. we'll, we'll get more stories. Yeah, you're so. a hard
9: motherfucker, dude. Thanks, and and just just for uh, a little bit, uh, just to round out the story. After the cannonball ended, um, I, I continued my ride up up the East Coast, and like I said, I parked my bike in Boston, um, visited friends in Charlottesville, Virginia, then went to Richmond for the Amerivespa Scooter mm-hmm. Rally for uh, the next weekend, um, where I, sh- I did you
2: see Phil? It, uh, sh- I did not see Cole
9: no, no but I should have gotten the Farthest Ridden Award because at that point I think I had gone like 4,600 miles or something 4,800 miles something like that um, God damn. but I got robbed and they gave it to some guy who rode from Detroit for 1,300 miles which made no fucking sense to me whatsoever <laughs> sounds like he greased the um, white palms uh, yeah apparently yeah, bitter party the one your something. table's ready
7: <laughs> so, so anyway
9: so anyway I said fuck it and I kept going from there uh, I rode to DC to visit family uh and then worked my way up to Boston. Total mileage was 5,813 miles just over three weeks. And, wow. And
4: did you mention who your bike is
9: with now? Uh, yes, my bike is is lovingly tucked away with uh, the bikes of uh, Stephanie and Fred. Stephanie Uwey. 7250
4: oh, Superhero. Ewing.
9: Yep. Former guest. Perfect. Yes. And
4: Chica N- nestled,
9: nestled in a <clears throat> wonderful collection of vintage Vespas mm-hmm. and Lambrettas. And, and, so oh. I,
4: I think that. that good company. It's nice. awesome. And I'm looking forward to continuing this adventure immediately up with you and i'll have more stories yeah it's a
5: veritable wait there's more kind of a situation here
4: so hey um this is an opportunity we're gonna cut to a Mm -hmm. interview that mike and i did earlier today we had an opportunity to interview author mike Barron, and uh here it is All right, so we have with us a special guest on the phone. Um, We have author Mike Barron. You may know this name from comic books. He's got a long history writing comic books, but he also writes books. And we're about to find out, but I believe these are probably coming from a lot of his personal passions.
12: Mike, is that true? Well, yeah. Uh, Every writer uh, writes because he has to. Uh, He's driven by personal passions. If you're not passionate about it, the reader's going to sense it.
4: Right. And we're here to talk specifically about this one series of books you've been writing called, it's the Bad Bad Road Rising, but it's the Biker series, yes?
12: Right. Yeah, I would, would have preferred to call them all Biker, Biker 1, Biker 2, Biker 3, but, but the publisher wanted one of those, uh, ban- a rocker banner over the series, you know, that to kind of tie them all together. <laughs> so
4: how many of these books are there total?
12: Uh, well, there are four out now, and there will be two more in October uh, and I'm working on the seventh, and I'm making plans for the eighth.
4: Dude, you you really do have to write, don't you? <laughs> You're cranking
12: well, them out. Like, it, it took me a long time. It took me 30 years to learn how to write a novel. But that's because I'm a slow learner. But when I got it, I got it. And and now I feel like I'm in a groove. And these are the stories that choose me. Uh, and, and I get up more excited every day to write.
4: Awesome. So tell us a bit about this biker
12: series. Uh, Well, Josh Pratt's a reformed motorcycle hoodlum who went to prison and found God in prison with the help of the prison chaplain, and he he came out determined to to turn his life around. The only work he could get was serving summons, Uh, but since uh, he was pardoned by the governor because he had a good lawyer, he was able to get a private investigator's license, and the more he did it, the more serious he became, Uh, and... The first book, Biker, is about how he kind of stumbles in to looking for this woman's child that, that she lost track of when the child was two years old, because her boyfriend at the time, the child's father, was a meth dealer and a monster, uh, kidnapped the child just to spite her. So he takes up the trail after it's uh, 16 years cold. But it starts out with him getting sucked into finding his neighbor's dogs, which had been snatched. Uh, by dogfighters as bait in a dogfighting ring, and that's how it starts. Um, it involves the uh, biker milieu. Uh, there's a, a lot of uh, action takes place in Sturgis,
7: mm-hmm. uh,
12: and uh, uh, it's a completely well, I like it. <laughs>
13: Yeah, that reading through the book, I really saw that you were able to weave a lot of motorcycle culture into it. So um, just from references of like waving to other riders and some of the simple things like that. But then the bigger parts like going to Sturgis and a lot of the um, community there and his uh, feeling or in his past with the uh, motorcycle club that he was a part of and his experience with the motorcycle clubs there. So there was a lot of the motorcycle culture you were able to uh, portray in it.
12: Yeah, thank you.
4: So, how much of you is in Josh Pratt?
12: Well, a little bit. Uh, he's a far better man than I. Uh, uh, and uh, he's my attempt to do a modern take on Travis McGee who was John D. McDonald's uh, series hero. And the reason I'm writing today, uh, he inflamed my imagination. and even though you may not know the name John D. McDonald, you you know his work. Uh, he wrote Cape Fear among many other books. Oh, right. It's been turned into a couple of movies. I got my first motorcycle when I was 16 years old. I could not wait to get on two wheels. Uh, we lived in the country, Mitchell, South Dakota, uh, and uh, a couple of my friends had these little mini bikes, you know, where you, you pulled the the uh, the, the rope to, to start it like a lawnmower and it had one gear, but they were very exciting and that kind of got me hooked. Uh, so um,
4: how immersed are you in the biker culture now?
12: Well, I ride every day, and I have a lot of friends who ride, uh, but I don't belong to any clubs or gangs or anything. I have friends who are in clubs or gangs.
13: Um, So what do you ride? In the book, uh, Josh Pratt rides a bobbed Harley with drag bars. Do you ride anything similar? No.
12: That's a running joke, uh, because in every novel, somebody says, oh, nice bike. What did you do to it? He draws a big breath. (laughs) And he he spits out the same paragraph that's in every novel, which is very tech-heavy specifications. I ride a Shadow 750 and a 1979 CB650. Totally.
4: (laughs) So another thing that's really uh, prominent in this is his, his faith, his Christianity. Is that something that comes from you as well?
12: Well, no, I'm a failed uh, Jew. I'm not a very uh, observant person. My wife is a devout Christian, and I take a lot of inspiration from her. Uh, And and also, it seemed to suit his personality. Uh, Josh is a throwback. He's not a modern man. Uh, he's a very simple man, but he knows what's right. Uh, and a part of it is just me being a little heterodox. Um.
13: So you were you just mentioned your wife. There's a major romance in the book between Josh and this woman, Cass. Um. And it's a very intense, very quick romance. And so they're like saying "I love you" within the first three days of knowing each other. Um. Does that come from you and your wife? Do you have any inspiration for the character Cass?
12: Uh. Well, just a a number of women I've known in my imagination no. Anne and I have a very different history. Uh, Cass is is strictly an invention of my imagination based on some women I have known and observed. Mm. So just curious, um,
4: are you writing these books with an audience in mind, or is this just something that's in you that comes out and is looking for the right audience?
12: Uh, both okay the stories I say the stories choose me it's because I think about these things for so long that they uh, gradually coalesce in my imagination into a a coherent story but uh, every writer must write first to please himself he's not going to please anybody else but I always have an eye on the commercial market I'm not writing for my health I write for a living and, and it's my goal to make these books as popular as possible Uh, And in doing so, I write for the crime suspense thriller crowd, very specifically the people who read Lee Childs, John D. McDonald, Robert Cray, Randy Wayne White, Raymond Chandler, if you will. There's a little bit of that there, not much. But this is my audience that I'm going after. It's a very crowded field, the crime suspense thriller field. But I have a unique character and a unique take on it. And I think there are a lot of people that want to read these stories.
4: So the people can have a better idea of of who josh pratt is if this was to be made into a movie who would play josh pratt
12: uh well i like tom hardy oh
4: (laughs) nice that's who i like tom hardy all right yeah so, now, would it be an insult if I said, I, I found this book to be a bit of a romance novel? Not ah, not it, at all. Not, not in the all. sense that you think it's about, you know, a, a, a romance, but it's more about, I think, people romancing the idea of being that biker, that ba- big, bad biker. Would you say Josh Pratt is that guy that a lot of people want to be?
12: I hope so, because I'm trying to make him a... Uh, a thoroughly likable and good character. He's, he's got his rough patches and his idiosyncrasies, but I want him to be a role model. He's not uh, uh, an anti-hero, so to speak, although there are scenes of, of uh, violence sprinkled throughout the series because he just gets in these situations, and part of it is his personality.
4: Mm-hmm. So and how so you're turning these things out. How long does it take you to write each one of these books? Because it's not a thin book.
12: No, uh, wait. You know it's hard to say because it seems to me that I never do anything, and I wonder how these books get done. But but I would say that I can write a novel in three to four months. Uh, but I start working on them sometimes years in advance, uh, taking notes and keeping them in a notebook, outlining characters, plots, motivations, anything and everything that might pertain to the story, and. Eventually I reach a critical mass where I realize that a story is taking place in my head and then I proceed to a very detailed outline and I make the outline as entertaining as the novel itself. It's very important to me is that, that everything I write is an advertisement for everything else I write. So I try to make those outlines uh, fun and exciting. Uh, my goal always is to grab the reader by the throat and drag him into the narrative so that he's no longer aware that he's experiencing artifice.
4: So speaking of other things that you've written, you have a long history as a writer, can you rattle off some of the comic books that people may be familiar with?
12: Sure. Uh, right after I graduated from the University of Wisconsin with a degree in political science and a fat lot of good it's stunned me, I moved to Boston and began writing for newspapers. I worked for the real paper in the Boston Phoenix. I wrote for dozens of magazines all over the country, including Fusion and Cream but I always wanted to write fiction. Uh, I moved back to Madison in 07, uh, in 77. '77, in 77, I was working at an insurance company when a friend called me and said, hey, there's some guy down here trying to sell us his art, and he draws just like you. Well, that was Steve Rood, and Steve Rood is a world-acclaimed artist now, one of the greatest artists in the uh, comic industry. Uh, he's currently drawing Supergirl for... Uh, DC, but he's drawn every major character. But he and I hooked up on Nexus, which is a science fiction space opera. Uh, It's kind of superhero. It's kind of science fiction. Uh, It takes place 500 years in the future. Nexus is an executioner of mass murderers. He's a reluctant executioner. He dreams of them. The dreams are sent to him by an insane alien and uh, he knows and in the dreams he suffers along with the victims of these mass murderers and when he wakes he understands that he has to kill them or the dreams will continue until they kill him there uh, we've been through many publishers but dark horse is our main publisher and there are 12 hardbound volumes available from dark horse and uh, we're preparing a slate of new material Uh, after the success of nexus i created the badger who uh, is a multiple personality? Only one of whom uh, is a costume crime fighter. He has no superpowers. The Badger stories are off the wall. Uh, they're sometimes very, very poignant. They're sometimes very funny. Um, Badger is currently being published by First Comics. Uh, I wrote Punisher for six years for Marvel, uh, and I wrote uh, Flash number one through thirteen on the on the current run. Uh, this was back in the 80s. I also wrote Dead Man for DC, uh, some Batman, and uh, Star Wars for Dark Horse. Uh, mm. Right now, we're preparing some new material, and and in fact, we just self-published a comic called Q-Ball, which is a martial arts, espionage thriller, and I'll be happy to send you a copy of that.
4: That sounds really cool. So, let's learn a little bit more about you, the biker. What do you ride?
12: Uh, a, a ninth... Uh, uh, a Shadow 750 <laughs> and a 1979 CB650. That
4: really is what you ride. You're not the big
12: bad biker on a Harley? Oh, no, I'm a little guy. I've ridden mm-hmm. Harleys, and I like them just fine. I rode a Harley to Sturgis in 2000, uh, and it was great till I had to push it around a parking lot. But <laughs> and, 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 you know, I would love a new bike. It's just not in the cars right now, and if I were going to get a new bike, I'd get that new Indian Scout, oh, which I ha- yeah. which I have ridden.
13: Mm -hmm. So, um, and Micah, you had uh, one of your favorite quotes from the book. Absolutely. It's on page 11. It's, they roared through a tunnel of trees, leaves and twigs jumping in their wake. They entered a timeless space where nothing existed but the infinite road and the sensation of speed. No thought, no self, only the droning groove of the engine through seat and handlebars into the bones and the wind whipping past. I thought that was very accurate of how it feels to be riding. Thank you. What do you ride? Um, I ride a GS500 and my partner and I just recently purchased a Grom.
12: A Grom. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Grom. They have a a new off-road Grom.
13: Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow.
12: So, Mike, where can people get your books? Whether Amazon is the most reliable and biggest purveyor, you know we 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 can't get into bookstores. The bookstores are disappearing, and and my publisher, Liberty Island, is. A tiny little publisher you know it's just they have no sock with any of these people so if if you go into barnes and noble or any other bookstore the books are available to purchase they do get national distribution but you have to specifically request them uh so we're concentrating on amazon right now
4: and they would type in biker bad road rising for the first one is that
12: absolutely, absolutely, and and just you know, I have my own author page. It's every time I go there, I rearrange it so it lists the books published by chronological order, from the the newest. And every time I switch away, it changes back. And you go there and you see thousands of comic book titles I wrote. But uh, if you know, if you Google Mike Baron Biker, or uh, any of the other titles, which uh, uh, Sons of Privilege, Sons of Bitches. Not Fade Away, those are the four that are out now, uh, you'll find them. And uh, also Kindle. Yeah, yeah, they're all available on Kindle, too. And that's through Amazon as well, as, as far as I know. I'm not very tech-wise. Awesome.
4: Well, I think it's it's really cool what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, as I said, it's a romance novel for those people who want to be, who think they are that big, bad biker you know that PI. This is that what everybody wants to be. So I think it's really cool what what you're doing, and that you just keep cranking them out. Is there an end to this series? No end. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. Was there any last uh, plugs you wanted to do there?
12: Ah. Uh... Not really. It's except that I wish that motorcycling were more popular now uh, than it is, and you know we just seem to be having less and less uh, uh, bikers every year, and that worries me.
4: Hmm. Yeah, that is true. But you know, we're all of us bikers. Uh, we are doing our part, and and everything that adds to the media for movies and books and TV and magazines, it all helps get the word out. True. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Mike. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Good talking to you. So it was really cool to be able to talk to him. That guy is kind of a legend in comic books and stuff.
5: That was awesome.
4: Um, <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs>
5: Sorry,
6: <good for> <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed. I Very heard comical. The like, yeah. Very comical.
4: Yeah, no one in the room has heard the interview. Yeah. They're was gonna
8: was have good points. <laughs> we, we, we just we shut, shut our, our mouths for else. about two yeah.
5: seconds. But You're so professional around her.
4: Can. Continuing with the theme of riding across America. America, oh, fuck, fuck
0: yeah.
4: yeah. Um, <laughs> we can get to our guest, Matthew. Matthew. So I had the pleasure. Of going on the Matthew's podcast, Matthew. Yes. it is called
11: the Matthew Banks podcast. There you go. <laughs> right. Nothing
4: fancy, simple as that. Because so, your name is Matthew Banks.
11: Yes. Okay. Conveniently. No,
4: I, his name is Fred Savage. That's a weird thing.
11: <laughs> I wish
0: <laughs> he just
4: didn't want to get confused. <laughs>
0: he is Savage. Um. Yeah, I'm right. So right.
4: he was reaching out. So Matthew is about to be heading out on a trip cross country, his first, and he put a message out on Facebook for people with motorcycling experience who would be willing to come on his podcast and unfortunately he chose me
10: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> <a> bar fucker. <laughs>
4: so um go to the matthew banks podcast it hasn't been posted yet because you're a couple weeks behind yeah
11: I, I i i stack them up before i post them
4: it's kind of like a best of Liza's stories
11: it's so, really good so
4: if you've heard them all and don't want to hear them again don't listen. Why would But if you want to? to hear him again, go on over to Matthew Banks' podcast, check it out. So, we decided to do this little exchange because he's preparing for this trip. And how long have you been riding?
11: Uh, I'm not sure. Probably six months, something yes. like that. Not long at all.
4: This, so, and your first bike, which you still have.
11: I do is? A Suzuki GS500F. All
0: right. Are do I do still do 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 you still running that bike? A
11: bandit? I still have it. I'm no, no
0: that a goose. Goose.
11: Oh, oh, right.
0: Very capable bike. Right? Oh, Mike's bike. Wait, so you
10: yeah. just, you're a very new rider, and you're going to ride cross country? Mm-hmm. Go yeah. Baker, go so, home. Are you jelly? Are you jelly?
7: <laughs> no, I did that.
8: <laughs> right, exactly. It's the stupidest thing you can do. I'm so happy for you. Wait, are you doing it? <laughs> are you doing it on a Goose 500?
7: No, 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 on a Beastrom. Oh, he, oh, that's Oh, perfect. that's so much smarter. So he bought a Beastrom <laughs> to do
4: this trip. And there's many of us here in the room who have done cross country, and there's some who need to do cross country. Brandon, yeah, I'm looking at you. I can't wait. Yes, you need to. Terry, set will you a be
1: my support van? Sure. feels you
4: good. Should
10: yeah. go you should
1: go with Bagel. He won't actually help you. He'll just bring Charger for emotional
11: support when you break. So,
6: well, at least she'll pull you wherever you got to go.
11: So,
4: <laughs> what gave you the idea?
11: Well, I'm moving to New York. I got a new job. Oh, and, wow. Um, nice. Oh I my figured, God. you know what? I'm doing it. Yeah, making cool. a micro out of it, huh? Now yeah, why not? I've got All a month year? off in between, and so I'm just going to take my time. Perfect. Perfect. Camping I'm not or motels. do the Iron Ass or whatever. Yeah.
10: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should call it correct. the iron it's, ass. The, it's it's not techni- the iron, but it's the hard ass. <laughs> yeah.
11: That does not sound good. I would
8: proudly display that on my license plate bracket. Iron so,
11: ass? are you doing Are you doing iron camping ass? or motels? Both. Both. Yeah, okay. I don't want to camp for too many nights. It yeah. just kind of gets old. Yeah. So you got to do sure. enjoy it. I'll tell you what, before you leave the
6: area, go by Hollister and visit a guy named Mike Corbin because while you're here, <laughs> you might as well get something custom made. Yeah. And Guess you'll appreciate it. For the next week. What, for th- he already did. You, you got a Corbin seat on already?
11: Good. For I you. got a uh, uh, AirHawk. Huh. There, oh.
6: there it <laughs> is. Uh, Good.
11: Yeah. Yep. So I obsessed pretty hard about I this. Would, so yeah. what route are you thinking of taking? I'm gonna go down to like Vegas and then I'm gonna go straight up to Yellowstone. Oh, nice. So yeah. So check and, uh, this.
4: He's got plans. He's not just trying to get across as fast as he can.
11: Yeah. Yeah.
4: How long are you taking to go across? Two weeks. And how many miles a day are you planning on doing?
11: I'm going to go for no more than six hours. Okay. I mean, if I have to. if it's, I kind of planned it to where the second half, if I want to go for 10, I will. I doubt I will. But, well, you know, if that comes when up. When you get past Ohio, it gets pretty boring.
9: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Actually boring. I,
2: I think the panhandle is really boring.
9: But once you get past Colorado, it's pretty boring. <laughs>
2: so, oh, and what are you planning on visiting
4: We just
9: offended so many people. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, a lot of our listeners are Yeah, Yeah, Just coming. some
5: is, parts of it. The math is 150 miles a day. So you, I got, mean, you got time.
11: Anything wow, we've trashed, I'm from Mississippi. So you can just compare it <laughs> there you <go>. to that.
4: <laughs> and oh, y'all, so y'all so you're going to live the Three then.
11: years in Louisiana, that was enough. Yeah.
4: See, and here's something that's cool. He's from Cleveland, Mississippi. Anyone? Anyone? No, but wow. I have been there.
10: Uh-huh. Cleveland, Mississippi. Ooh. I've
4: been there. We talked yeah. about it. Cleveland, Mississippi. So, nice hmm. for
10: the for the camping part. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of FreeCampsites.net. When I, I came across the country, it, yeah. I did as like I wanted to spend as little money as possible, and I made it across the country between like occasionally staying with family and that website. I spent five dollars across the whole country on lodging. Wow! Oh, shit. wow. Yeah.
3: No, they, I paid. Was that once. all in one
10: spot? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, I paid uh-huh. once. In so there, like it was one of those. We're now. like
5: maximum camping, minimal showers. Is that what? Happened? Oh yeah, no,
10: I went. I went. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
9: You went full hippie. Two weeks without a shower. <laughs> oh, God
10: damn. No. But, oh, but no. for a week of that, I was camped next to hot springs, so I was oh, in okay. the hot Okay. Hold on. Okay. okay.
4: Emma, you have to go. I gotta bail. All right. Say bye to everyone. Bye. Bye, bye
10: Emma. Bye, bye Emma. darling. Emma. We'll see All you right. soon. So you can do it shockingly affordably. Yeah. And yeah even yeah. on the East Coast. Like, I found free camping in Pennsylvania. Um, some of them were sketchier than others. Like, sometimes <laughs> I couldn't find the campsite, so I'd just, like, pull off on a service road and be like, ah, I don't think a redneck yeah. will shoot me here. Right. Jim Bob's right. backyard. <laughs> yeah. No but cheap it's tonight. It's very <laughs> Yeah,
6: They make a cool thing called the Moto Tent. It's actually a tent for you and a tent for your motorcycle at the same time. Wow. Your oh.
8: motorcycle
4: was, needs
6: shelter as well. My
10: version of that was tie my tarp to my motorcycle and then down to the ground.
4: My version of water. that is pull my bike into the motel room.
10: <laughs> yep. yep. I pulled my bike into a 24-hour laundromat in south <laughs> <laughs> There was are nobody taking, in t- it. I was like I'm going to back in. You taking
4: notes, Matthew? We got I am. lots of good tips right. You. Yeah. So you're planning on visiting like parks and stuff a
11: yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm going to hit a lot of national parks. Sweet. Um, I'm going to hit uh, What's that one right out Yosemite? I'm
9: going to hit that one yeah. first. Uh-huh. Then do I'm going to go to in California. Beautiful. Do you, do you have a national yeah. park pass yet? No. Get one. Uh, get one. Because yeah, that will, that will be less them. than the entrance fee if you're going to more than like yeah. four or five parks. It's like oh, 20 really? bucks yeah. or something, and it applies to all the national parks. Oh, it's 150 Is it $150? I
7: think. No. no. Yeah, yeah, but but,
9: but yeah. the entrance fees now are like $30, $40. You'll pay that
4: just to drive through Zion.
9: Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I almost got to that level in the parks I went through on my trip. Yeah, I looked at that. I should do that yeah totally worth it
4: so all right you're going to be going to visiting parks is this because your parents didn't have a station wagon growing
7: up
11: no we actually <laughs> oh. did a lot of traveling growing up I yeah, um, early yeah that's why i'm so cultured yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice so uh but yeah we did a lot of traveling but i haven't been to much of that part of the country i've been to 46 states mm-hmm. wow but Sweet. i haven't nice. i haven't been to that part the like good it stayed
9: much time yeah exactly
11: <laughs> Oh, man, you know?
9: there's some beautiful beautiful scenery up there. If you Good. can, yeah. if yeah.
10: you can, like Bagel just did, go come into Tennessee, like Cherry Hall Skyway No way I'm can. going to Tennessee. No? <laughs> no? Yeah.
11: <laughs> yeah. I've already but been there, like, a hundred times. Have you but, done Tale of the Dragon Parkway? There? Have you no. done the Blue Ridge Parkway? Oh, man. No. Blue Ridge Parkway is, like, one
9: of the best I mean, I'll go there
11: when I, I visit Grandma. <laughs> oh, okay.
9: But but you need Sorry. you need if if you if you, if you ha, but you need to ride there. It is so worth riding the the Blue Ridge, uh, Chiricahua, Tale of the Dragon. It's phenomenal riding. Oh cool there
11: yeah yeah I'll, I'll definitely try that sometime. Yeah. but I'm gonna go like up to Yellowstone and then stay north.
9: Okay, which is and, probably uh, good during the summer.
11: Yeah exactly. And okay. I've driven across in a car yeah like two and a half times. Okay, so oh. I'm pretty familiar with. It. <laughs> With that part, but okay. Avoid the so. Upper Peninsula of Michigan; it's boring as shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna That's actually pretty, pull though. in there to mm. see a friend.
4: So, oh, okay. um, we were on your show. We were talking about all the accoutrements you've been getting for your bike. So you got the AirHawk seat. That's I got good. the
11: AirHawk seat. Do
4: you have a like a wrist rest kind of? I have a
11: cramp buster. Cramp buster, yeah. 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 I bought a throttle lock, but the when they threw my when they pushed my bike over and broke the handguards, the throttle lock I got is not compatible with it. I need to buy a throttle mm-hmm. lock. So Thank you for reminding me. I gotta send it back. Just I guess a, I'll just tough it.
9: Just one tip though, be be careful with the the uh, the cramp buster. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can accidentally hit the throttle if you're not careful. Yep. Um, so just be get used to it, especially if you're not used to riding. Yeah, you know, get get some practice in with it. Well,
10: what I would do is, is when I came into town, you just
11: roll it to the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've had one Probably on since I got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I, I use that, that mine? in a city? No, I just uh, have it yeah, on there.
4: I use mine all the time. And actually, last week on our trip to LA with Jim, he was complaining of pain in his uh, arm and his back. Mm-hmm. So just to try it out on a stretch, I gave him my cramp buster, mm-hmm. and he said the pain went away. Cool. Oh, cool. It's well, yeah. worth using.
8: A yeah. uh, good tip too is to use your index and your thumb finger to yeah. hold the throttle open while keeping the rest of your uh, fin- in your rest of your fingers mm. sort of relaxed. That's mm-hmm. a good way to uh, relieve pain in the ho- in the whole of your arm as well.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stay hydrated. Get a get a camel back. Yeah. I have one. Cool. Okay, have a
9: Good That is smart. Good. And, uh, and make sure you clean it well before you go. <laughs> well, you know. It builds <laughs> um, the immune system. Does your, so is your you V-Strom, does,
4: does it have the engine guards on it, on it? Yes. So what I do on my bikes is I put some foot pegs there. So
11: that I throw my legs I up and stretch so. out. Damn, That's important. you're doing yeah. this right. I'm telling you, dude, I've obsessed about this for like two months. <laughs> cool. What kind of tires are you running? If you
5: have Netflix? You can just put your Netflix <laughs> on there, man. I <laughs> should.
11: Yeah. What kind of tires? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever's on there, they're new. they're new. I mean, I got it from a dealership that okay. was used when I bought it, but they had new tires on it. I don't
5: oh, did you? You'll be fine. Yeah, and, you'll be fine.
4: And you yep. bought a Cena?
11: yes, and I figured it out. Good, when I sent you that message. I was wondering so. what the hell was wrong. My uh SD card was too big, it only accepts oh, 32 for the largest one.
7: What, yeah, That's so weird,
11: yeah, really dumb, but whatever. Huh. Yeah, so I you had got the camera one yeah you figure out how to use siri and everything or whatever yeah it's actually commands, really easy it's so cool. Good.
9: yeah cool. I, is that the 10c i got the 10c i got the one lower
11: than that the prism oh uh, okay um oh,
4: the little, yeah and i uh, i found it really helpful i think i was telling you if you're going through hot states really helpful to keep a bandana in some water and, yep. keep, and have two bandanas so you can constantly rotate them. Mm. It makes a world of difference because you don't want to take gear off to cool down. Mm-hmm. But you want to cool yourself down. And there's a lot of um, wicking uh, undergarments you can wear. Yeah, I, have um, some I'm wet, actually, I have
6: some wet vests. I'm actually wearing one right now that's called a heat out. Uh, so I, I have go. that exact yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Got some of oh, those too. Cool. So for
1: those bandanas, do you put them
6: around your neck?
4: Yeah. Now,
1: whatever's hot.
4: Yeah, and it just evaporates away. <laughs> <it comes> down. <laughs> um, so you have a phone mount for your phone. I do. And do you have? Do you have gloves that will I, work with a smartphone?
11: Uh, no, I'm, that's probably what I'm going to do. So most
10: leather gloves. They said you can, like, most rig leather gloves will work. Mine. Mm. I've had all my leather gloves have always worked just fine with my smartphone. I can aren't even there, use the tiny no. little type.
8: Aren't there thing. patches you can buy for? Like so five I have
10: bucks. bought. I've bought. Yep. They're
4: ten dollars. I've bought them. They. The first set I had lasted for a week or two and then stopped working. And the Mm -hmm. next set I just put on and it's not working at all. Mm -hmm. I left them in the packaging for over a year. Um, Mm -hmm. Not working at all. So I had to order... I just ordered a new set of summer gloves, lightweight gloves, that Mm -hmm. are um, smartphone compatible because Jim has these big leather gloves and they are smartphone compatible and work. It's now really important. I'm starting to make that one of my search features when I'm looking for gloves is that they work with a smartphone.
3: I've used uh, the little mm -hmm. conductive. Styluses that on the side
10: of the phone. Yeah,
8: I was going to say, don't they sell yeah. those for like five bucks? You can touch my I envelope, really have
3: not. I've
10: I've had, I mean, I've had Alpine Stars, and be honest, I'm not going to buy Alpine Stars again because they fall apart, but they work just, they're just leather gloves and they're sweaty. Just, enough. I've just if worn you're a hole enough, through the tip of my Alpine Stars <laughs> and then I can touch the screen. <laughs> there it is. Uh, it's uh, it not a bug, it's stuff. a feature. Yeah. You need some <laughs> <laughs>
8: Helamonts, my friend. But
11: don't
2: forget, it's important if you're going to have all those
8: phone and
2: everything. For the ladies' hands, my Scorpions are fantastic. Mm-hmm. There you
11: go. My hands are pretty small, so.
2: <laughs> and uh, have a, do you have a bungee net?
11: A bungee net. Uh, yes, actually.
8: My friend, rock, rock straps, straps are your best friend. Oh, yeah. I have, I so,
11: have yeah. three sets of rock straps in my backpack right now.
8: Yep, They are worth the uh, $15 you pay for set for yeah. one thing of rock straps. And you can get these me. at
4: like REI and camping
8: Cycle places. trader. Any cycle Anywhere. trader in the yeah. in the country will R- have them. R- 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 cycle okay. gear, you mean? Yeah, cycle gear. Thank you.
4: So do you know what rock straps are? Yeah, I
8: have some. Yeah, oh, cool. so awesome.
4: rock straps and bungee nets, anything for adding more more stuff souvenirs
11: to
2: it just gives sometimes you
4: sometimes i'm don't
11: gonna bring you a train
2: <laughs> <laughs> i always recommend when you go on a journey pack space
5: yeah yeah mm. for sure uh yeah. rain gear just in case yeah i was, yeah. was gonna yeah, say definitely.
3: what do you have for wet weather riding i got in some, some parts rain of the gear. country
11: it rains yeah i saw on uh, revzilla they had i like read all the reviews but i don't know it's like high-vis rain gear what kind of what, what kind of gear do you have? What kind of I have what a Tourmaster jacket and okay. Tourmaster pants. Nice, cool. Yeah, boots. Yeah, like they're helmet. like style Martin or something.
9: Perfect. work. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you tried
11: wearing your helmet for a long period of time? Yeah, and I had to get another one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, well, my God. I thought my him was going to burst. Yep. Yeah. it's good to find it's out before that that the trip. Worked. It was <laughs> awful.
5: Yeah. Uh, I'm really deal. glad I did find that out. Was to uh, take your Advil's or your ibuprofen's
4: before yes. the that's starts. Good one. Yeah. Very important.
5: Yeah. yeah.
9: <laughs> also, another tip. Um, do you have uh, anti-fog? Some sort of Yes. So- solution, good. Because you, if you if you catch rain, you're definitely going to want that. And also, you may want to put Rain-X on your the outside of your visor too, so the rain doesn't you know so beads off. Yeah, out. so it'll
11: bead more. Yeah, if pin,
5: you do use RainX visors, get the ones really nice too. for uh,
9: polycarbonate. Because there's yes.
5: RainX for glass, which is does not is not compatible for right. polycarbonate.
6: I got yeah. I got one oh. more hint for you. You said you're going to be spending the, most of your time in motels. You think
11: uh, uh, half and half.
6: Well, uh, I think most motels they check out at eleven. I would plan on riding until three in the morning or four in the morning, and then not leaving the hotel till eleven. Because if you're going to go east, you don't want to be riding hmm. between seven and eleven in the morning. Uh, you'll be yeah. staring the sun. Right in the true. sun, yeah,
11: yeah. yeah. Hmm.
4: But I don't know that people want to be riding between like midnight and three a.m. either.
9: Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. that sucks. <laughs> Well, okay, so but, right, well, he's, well, he's also you, not doing, you know, r- r- riding
6: straight to <laughs> no, the sun is very taxing on your body when you're trying to squint. You true. just you yeah, just spent
10: seven and eleven in a diner, and then like drinking a bunch of coffee and eating pie, and then you get on the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what was, kind of that pie? Was, all of them have a diabetic. <laughs> <coma>. Lingonberry, <Lincoln-berry laughs> <laughs> pie, Good starting answer. with cherry and then blueberry, <laughs> <laughs> always ice cream, and
7: end with the peach. Yeah.
10: Another.
9: Mm-hmm. Also, another. Go ahead, bagel. Oh, just another tip: if you if you are gonna have have coffee, have it a couple hours before you ride, mm-hmm. so that the uh, diuretic and uh, laxative effects are are yeah. gone before you high, hit the road. <laughs>
3: high sodium diets will retain water. <laughs> yeah. All right. If, so talk,
6: if you talk to Carl Reese, the guy that travels a lot, he'll tell you just wear a condom catheter. A well, that condom cat. oh gosh. <laughs> oh, just
8: yeah.
11: catheter. Just go All right. full catheter. Just
6: I was gonna say, do you
8: have a plan to talk to cops while you're go- going across the U.S.? Yeah, you know.
11: I okay. Don't know. Well, I'm not it, scared of cops. No. <laughs> no. Oh. You're yeah, no, yeah. I'm not saying, like, if you're not doing here. anything wrong, what are they going to Just jinx All right, so
7: like here's something. <laughs> well,
11: there's one a ticket of this show
1: right now. Like, Uh-oh. Okay. A friend
10: of mine was going cross country. The one, uh, the same friend whose bike uh, w- was in bed with Emma. He was on that bike. <laughs> that bike, that bike, which is a small Yamaha, had a license plate from a Honda Shadow on it. Oops. Oops. It was n- neither the Honda Shadow nor the bike he was riding were registered in any way. Okay, not yeah, sure not if he had that. insurance. Pretty sure he didn't have insurance, and uh, he he ended up uh, trying to trying to kickstart it in like a Seven Eleven parking lot in Iowa in the middle of the night. And some cops came up to talk to him. And he was shitting bricks while they helped him jumpstart it, <laughs> and they just let him go. They wow. never checked any of it. Wow. Yeah.
9: Lucky. So, so they could have been be helping prepared. him steal the
3: bike. <laughs>
10: here's,
4: here's some things that are actually really important for anyone doing long distance riding. You're going to have to stop to get gas. Mm-hmm. Take the opportunity and make sure you stretch and walk around.
0: Yep, That more, is okay.
4: very important. You, I know when I'm um, going cross country you get into the mindset that like your bike is home and you just want to get back on the bike mm-hmm. and keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's really important for your body to, to stretch. I have developed some yoga moves Oh yeah, for wow. the motorcycle.
10: To align your chakras. That
4: I'd love to share <laughs> with you. Get the fuck
5: out of here,
10: <laughs> <laughs>
4: get out. Danger word, yeah, danger yeah, word. Get out, Break okay. out the patchouli. So I'm gonna share with you, cause Jim and we're I were doing this Duke on the Hallie. trip and it worked really well. <laughs> Downward Duke. No, seriously. <laughs>
7: nice, nice. I,
4: I think we need to like come up with like the yoga video on the motorcycle, it works really well. <laughs> like the motorcycle They, they exist. So you're sitting in a riding position with your hands forward, it's if they're on the handlebars. Uh-huh.
9: So it's the chair, chair pose. Then you need the to first
4: thing you do, and you can all do this with me along if you want.
8: Or if you have clip first bonds. thing you want
4: to do is you want to throw your shoulder blades back as far as they go, and you want to take the center of your chest, like your sternum, try and raise it up to the sky as much as you can while still looking forward and keep your hands oh, on the floor. My whole yeah. back just craps. Right. Uh. You it's like it, bench, And you want same. to hold it, and release. I'm not joking. Now you want to throw your shoulders <laughs> forward and curve your back like you're trying to shoot your
2: spine out the back of your jacket.
5: You <laughs> get punched in the stomach. So,
2: so it's like cat so, so for your, those of you who do yoga, it's cat cow, but on a motorcycle holding handlebars. There you go. There
7: it is. And
2: I found just by doing this, curving the shoulders
4: forward and back and the, and the spine, it was also um, changing the position of the pelvis on the seat mm-hmm. and letting the blood blood flow to parts, even though I have an air-hawk seat, and I was amazed how fresh I felt after doing these. The the other one I was doing was one shoulder forward, one shoulder back, and then you can take your left hand off the bar and raise it to the sky. Take your right foot and dangle it That's down towards the rear Warrior. wheel.
6: If you guys could only see Warrior lines right now. Kaiser. I was just thinking you could do all of these moves also if you're constipated.
4: But yeah. it's interesting yeah. how many different like moves and body positions I could do on the bike. That really, really helped you stay fresh and, and comfortable. The well, biggest concern when, when riding that people don't realize is you get tired. Just the mm-hmm, wind, mm-hmm, it will mm-hmm. exhaust you. And yeah. you don't realize how much it's taking out of you when you're riding. And when you get exhausted and if you get Um, At Like if your butt is hurting or your wrist is hurting, you get distracted. You're not paying attention. And that's when it gets dangerous. And that's when it gets dangerous. So just making sure you have all these things so that you are comfortable. And doing things like moving your body around, having those foot pegs, change your body position, stay comfortable is really the way to do it. I mean, for people like... Terry and Bagel, who were doing endurance riding.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: are Terry, were you, were you moving around a lot?
6: Yeah, I mean, well, one of the good things about electric, and I found this out when I used to ride my R1, too. I'd drive all across country to pick up a truck, but if, uh, if you try to, like, log 300 miles on your first leg, Mm -hmm. you'll get sore and tired in places that you're not realizing then it makes the rest of the day worse. Now, I know you might do long stretches at first, but I find if you can stop every 100 to 125 miles for at least five minutes to walk around and keep doing that. You never really get to the point where your muscles start aching, because once they start aching, then you're screwed. So you might as well just give it a break before it gets to that point. It's kind of like holding your arms out for, like... 30 minutes yep. can, the more you do it the worse it gets so take frequent stops they don't have to be long but just take frequent stops and, and that's the best Liza way Liza yeah. yeah.
2: does have a key for bananas right there's
6: potassium yeah a banana oh. key you
2: yeah. mean the night bananas
7: night
5: bananas uh, the <laughs> night
6: bananas are the way going? to
4: go <laughs> no yeah, you eat, eat night bananas it's at night, and it helps with the cramping.
6: <laughs> yep, yeah,
10: or just, like, emergency or something.
6: If you have a tank bag, get some trail mix or some nuts in there, and then mm-hmm. you can kind of just snack as you're going. And
4: if you're not sure which ones are the night bananas, it's really easy. Dolls are for day, and chiquitas are for night.
10: <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude, dude, that sounds
10: so dirty. <laughs> wow. Dude, it's a night she banana. She like, cupped her hand dirty? Dirty? like she was, like, tiddling like, uh, some balls. Uh,
0: on
6: one on really one other... One other hint is, uh, if you somehow get behind in the day and you got a lot of miles, you got to make up later. Don't eat a big dinner because yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. if you eat yeah. a lot, you end up getting tired and you'll actually start closing your eyes for like more than a half a second at a time. Which is but yeah. well, here's micro sleeps. Like when I did my iron, <laughs> iron but I didn't eat at all. If your body's hungry, it actually doesn't want you to sleep because you're not quite finished. But mm-hmm. once you yeah. eat, your body's like, okay, we've accomplished everything we need to accomplish. Yep. Let's go to bed. So I mean, if you weren't you uh, saying there is food. 300 yeah. calories you were telling me one time like yeah. you don't want to go over and you know who told line. me that <laughs> was Bill Rule who's the R&D guy at uh, Zero he's an Iron hmm. Book guy and had it, when
4: know, I did my bun burner, we stopped for a roast beef dinner in Vegas.
6: <laughs> Bad you don't have to hold. Dude, have to hold there's the a reason why they got. You know, I gotta it put my Netflix coma. on my bike. Just
5: lay
10: down. Yeah. I, my problem wasn't Netflix on the bike. I stopped in Wyoming, in in Casper, and watched uh-huh. like an episode of Sherlock, which is an hour and a half in a Burger King. <laughs> and it. then it was like 9 p.m. and I still had another 150 miles, and it was about 30 degrees out. Yeah. Ooh, was not, never mind. I'm just gonna sleep I, yeah. in your refrigerator. I sir. punched myself that whole. 150
6: miles is the worst. When I was
8: doing my 3,000 mile, I was doing a little 3,000 mile trip up to Oregon. A little, uh, just a little one. South, yeah. yeah, just a little one, Southern <laughs> California. I was probably working on about 1,200, 1,500 calories a day, including the four beers I would drink when I would get to the campsite as well. <laughs> and I was able to go for, like...
3: Don't drink and drive.
7: No,
8: oh, no. no. I was, was going to say, no, just
2: limit it to, like, three or four beers.
4: If I'm you're
3: sober, <laughs> so I'm
6: good. That's what go. I usually do. I think,
2: well, I, I mean, I hope that you're going to point on to, um, if you do wear specs, bring an extra pair yes always have an extra set of keys mm-hmm. chapstick chapstick is chapstick. great chapstick <laughs> yep sunscreen i cannot say enough about sunscreen always yeah. wear sunscreen look at this and it doesn't matter if you're wearing white. protective you're,
10: yeah. for for our listeners he has very red hair yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We
2: have gonna, a g- uh, agenda. A I
10: burn handicap. real bad, and so, you probably burn worse than I do. Yeah, yeah, like I would imagine.
9: And and another thing too is hydration is really important, especially if it's warm out and you've got the camel back, which is good. But a, a tip that that uh, that I'd heard a long time ago that I found was really helpful is just take little sips as mm-hmm. you go, mm-hmm. so you don't have to like like pee all of a sudden, like when you're in the middle of your of your ride. Mm-hmm. But before, Sweat it out. but well, you you, mm-hmm. you drink a little bit as you go that you're sweating out. But then before but when you're getting ready to stop for gas, about 15-20 minutes before, then you drink a whole bunch of water and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that helps replenish your, your system and then you go get gas and then you go pee before you, before you hit the road again. Is your helmet a flip up helmet? Uh,
6: like a modular. Yeah, yeah you just no. Okay, because that helps when you want to eat and drink while you're going.
2: Yes, so. <laughs> Terry's like, and when you want a coffee on the road, yeah. Yo. Well, you can just so. shove
6: a coffee bag beer. Up, you know, did whatever.
1: you ever mount that thing to <laughs> your handlebars, your your coffee cup holder or your beer holder?
6: Uh, so I at the time didn't have a dog, so I had <laughs> I just put my drinks in my tank bag. Uh, but now that I have no. a dog, I have to have cup holders to hold my beers
7: and stuff. All <laughs> so around. technically, you're sauce. supposed
2: to two ounces of water every fifteen to thirty minutes. How many ounces of beer is that? Well, we're
4: yes, so close we're close all right, We're, right, we're right, getting all right. towards
1: Hi-
8: Cleveland so, moto no. territory
7: Matthew, now. It's, yes.
4: Congratulations on making this decision. You're doing something that many of us have done, and, and we, we, we're we glad we did it, and that many who haven't done or maybe regret that they haven't yet.
7: Yeah. So you're should. on
4: the right track, and I think it's great for somebody who's still considered a, a, a newer rider in your first year. You're going to learn so
5: much. So you're like now the 1% of 1% of 1% of people who actually do this on bikes. Yeah. Yeah, it's going the money thing. It's, yeah, well, it's, you know.
4: It's real biker shit. Yeah. And yep. so you're uh, going yeah? you're going Oh right. yeah. It's legit real biker shit. You're going to yep. New York. Are you going to keep your bike in New York? Yes. that's a whole that's a whole another yeah. I actually talked to a biker
11: there. And was asking him about So,
4: it. and uh if people want to check out your podcast, what is it about?
11: It's a comedy kind of con- I mean, I'm a comedian. That's what I do every single night. Um but cool. I, I usually talk to other comedians sometimes i'll have a different guest on sometimes a musician i had Liza on mm-hmm. and uh we mainly just talk about whatever you know i try to find nuggets and what they say sometimes I, if we have a group on we try to be as funny as possible yep. you can follow bosley get... are you gonna do your podcast live
3: on the road yes
11: Sweet. I am. this is cool you're gonna have tons of nuggets to talk about on the road man yeah this oh yeah great. And my head's spinning so fast anyway while I'm riding, like like creative spinning. Yeah. So I, I got a recorder on my...
9: Camera. Oh, right on. Yeah, I noticed
4: That's that cool. when I'm recording a video, it's recording from the mic. Mm-hmm. And I also noticed that if I'm playing music, it's recording that. So yeah. I can do my own karaoke.
3: Yeah, I've, I've yeah. heard myself sing in my
11: GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. I know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so, is that what people hear when I ride bike? When, when are you leaving on your trip? <laughs>
11: uh, j- June the uh, 29th.
4: And I am leaving the thirtieth. Yeah.
11: Oh, you guys are gonna miss my birthday, the thirtieth. Oh wow. No shit. Mm. That's right. How old are you turning? I'll be thirty-three. Cool. Happy
4: early birthday. So congratulations on that. Perfect. Um, I wanted to get to some emails while we can, and yeah, I have one here. I wanted to read because this one is cool.
5: They're all just kind of patting ourselves on the
4: back. Yeah, this okay. one is from Keith Lanzoni. says, Hey gang, love your show. Just wanted to share this with you. My daughter recently graduated from the University of Florida, which meant that I would be hauling all her stuff back home in my car and it's a 13-hour drive from Gainesville to Annapolis. <laughs> I recently got back into motorcycling after a 30-year layoff and thought it'd be fun to listen to a few different motorcycle podcasts during the long ride back. Well, as fate would have it, I was drawn to yours. So I downloaded a shitload of episodes and binge listen to them all the way home sweet one after the other 13 hours worth dangerous he says needless to say i'm hooked i think y'all are great i hope to get back out to my old haunt at capitola one of these days and when i do i'll be sure to stop by and say hi thank you for all you do
9: awesome all right hey thanks
7: keith that was
4: really nice
9: Cool. What you got there, Bagel? I have an email from Doug Schirmer. And Doug says, Hey, Miss Misfits, from sunny, finally, Northern Virginia. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, where do I begin? <laughs> I was outside enjoying the nice weather when a guy in his high-vis motoport riding jacket riding a Vespa huh. pulls into the parking lot at Motorcycles of Dulles. <laughs> Triumph, BMW, Zero, Indian, and Royal Enfield. Imagine that. He proceeds to take <laughs> off his helmet, and we exchange hellos. Wait. I recognize the voice. Is
4: that the sobbing scooter wrist? Damn, it's bagel. I'm so stoked. <laughs> so you mean
9: you didn't see the beard that's come out of right. the bottom of the fucking helmet? That's so cool. So he's, and and uh, and this and ironically, this is where my, my cousin's husband works, and I was going to visit him at the, at the dealership.
5: That's hilarious. And
9: that's where my coolant tank broke on the way. <laughs> so, that's
5: hilarious.
9: So he says, uh, your podcast may be the reason our paths crossed. Huh. I stumbled upon it having only been listening to, to these crazy podcast things on my phone for less than a year now. I'm an old fart, over 60, and had never listened to them before. Anywho, I had been listening to you for a few months, and having spent the last 40 years in the swimming pool industry, I got fed up and switched vocations to, you guessed it, motorcycles.
5: That's like the best switch ever, right? right? That's so
9: good. In part because I I I just needed to chill and finally do something that I enjoy doing in my (laughs) free time. Sidebar, I have less free time now, but at least for the time being. I don't wrench, but a good friend and housemate, Larry, does. He, re- he just replaced his final drive and drive shaft on his GS last week in our driveway under an umbrella. It looked like the photo's on your website. <laughs> <laughs> and Bagel did encourage me to start wrenching on my bikes. He said, if it doesn't go right the first time, just go back and look at it again until it's correct. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons I enjoy your show. It's all about the possibility of fixing my own rides. I'm down to three now from five. All, all BM trouble <laughs> use. Nice. A, a 2015 1200 RT, a 15 uh, 700 GS, and a 64 r60 slash two that's pretty with an engine from an 83 r100 donor it has a honda front wheel from a 90 90s nighthawk with dual discs that sounds pretty like a pretty sweet setup uh, he goes on to say i got to see what um what what you all talk about when bagel noticed he had a coolant leak uh oh he promptly took apart the front of the scooter and found that his reservoir had a crack some jb weld and he was off to points north before he left i told him that I'd, i had i i placed oh, oh sorry before he left i told him that i had someone that you that you need to interview for the show his name is Brett Anderson and he is currently going to every Place in the song I've Been Everywhere <laughs> <laughs> his blog is everywhereman.me and his handle in ADB writer is Swedestall S-W-E-D-S-T-A-L He actually stayed here a couple of days when he ticked off Washington, D.C. from his list. He's in Argentina now, but he will be back in the state soon. Nice. I became a Patreon last month because for for five bucks a month, it is the best entertainment money can buy. You hear that, everybody? Right? Mm -hmm. You hear that shit? Shit. A movie costs almost 20 bucks, and you all are two hours once a week. A bargain. (laughs) I'm sending you some bumper stickers I made. Yes. The, The inspiration was from a traffic sign I saw as I was traveling into Tennessee while on a bike trip some years back. Uh, This email was like a squirrel crossing the road all over the place. Sorry about that. Safe travels, Bagel. Thanks to all of you for making me laugh so much. Last but not least, the two Elspeth Beard shows were awesome.
7: Aw, thanks.
9: I I had actually gotten Elspeth to sign two copies of her book, one for my daughter's 28th birthday in April. Ew! Good dad. And I found your first phone interview afterwards while listening to the back catalog. I will proudly wear your T-shirts while selling bikes at (laughs) Motorcycles of Dulles. Nice. Ew! If any of you are ever in the area, you have a place to crash, and a beer or a gin for Emma Darling. Wheels, Thank you. She down, has enough gin. Wheels down, spirits up, Doug Shermer.
4: Nice, knock. That's, what you, that's wh- a
9: great email, man. Thanks, yeah, Doug. Thanks, Doug. It was knock, awesome meeting you,
5: man.
4: What do you got there?
5: Okay, I got one called uh, UFN Rock from Graham Brand. Uh, hi guys, my name is Graham. I live hi in, Graham. Hi Graham. I live in the less than sunny county of Kent in the UK. We in a national <laughs> up in this bitch. Don't oh, forget now. <laughs> hey, yeah, riding a VFR 800, which is a great bike for me. Just one oh, nice. To ex- yeah. Yeah, I just want to express my appreciation for appreciation for your weekly podcast. I think you're doing an amazing and totally in, is is totally inspiring to others. I guaranteed a couple hours of good company with virtual buddies, which brightens my sucky Monday at work. <laughs> If I ever find myself in sunny Santa Cruz, California, I will make time to pop in and offer Miss Emma one of my superior foot massages. So we've got a foot fetish freak here. Uh, right?
2: Jim sucks toes.
5: Ride safe. Peace and love. Uh, P.S. Is up the bite up-the-butt bike is uh, RD350LC from Yamaha. Hmm. And uh, I would allow... My, oh, my God. I would allow myself to be spit-roasted for Vincent Black Shadow.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. Matthew, we didn't ask yes. you.
5: What's your up-the-butt bike? You my
4: Okay.
7: <laughs> 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 you you, see see you only <laughs> see his a so
5: vaguely homophobic oh. question that we ask. <laughs> I'm good.
4: Everybody has a bike that they look at or know of and they go, Ooh, i take it up-the-butt butt for
11: that wow <laughs> do you have do them. you
4: have
13: <laughs>
7: eyebrows yes. what, what, what is your here.
4: what is your up the butt bike or one of them
11: i don't know um i i'm in love with my V Strom, like mm. really all right. cool like hey, what vstrom is it it's a dl 650 the 650s oh, are sweet they're awesome it's a. Ama- I i mean when i the first time i rode it i was blown away At the difference. He said blown. Yeah, blown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
4: Nice. So, you have an email there you can read for yes,
11: us? Yes, I did. It says, hey, Miss Fitz. Hey. Question for the crew. Have you ever had the feeling of being one with the bike?
4: Ah, this is from Eric Hendricks. He's been on the show before. Uh-huh.
7: Mm-hmm. says, I
11: know this sounds a little touchy-feely, but I've been curious if this happens to everyone.
4: Are we talking about, like, motosexual kind of one with a bike?
11: <laughs> we could say that. That's part <laughs> of it. Did like he say Night bananas type of thing.
7: Well,
4: that's right. <laughs> I don't get I don't know if you guys noticed, but I saw Charlie's new bike. He got that Aprilia 250 two-stroke, Ooh. and oh, I saw the. Did you see the license plate? This I is. swear, it says. <laughs> I, I thought it, it does says, not say that. FDG Spot. I'm like Fudge Spot. <laughs> <laughs> what oh. is he refer? What?
5: It says Fog Spot because oh. it's from San Francisco.
8: I wow.
4: swear, kind of makes sense too. Fudge, fudge Spot. I, thought I was
8: talking about the fact that it's two-stroke. Yeah,
4: and you know, yeah, that is a nice bike to be motosexual with, and just wanted to say. Yeah, oh, sorry. was Sorry. Are you have you been one with your bike?
11: Uh, so I've ridden a number of different bikes of all different styles, but the only one I felt like I merged with was a Ducati Monster 696. Sure. Well,
4: and yeah. if you guys remember the Eric Hendricks interview, because he wasn't one with the bike that he rode off the cliff in Switzerland.
5: Yes. Oh right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Intentionally.
4: No, nope. he was riding a Harley mm-hmm. and uh, took too much speed, locked it up, and flew over the edge of a cliff and had to be airlifted out and was in...
8: Oh, he very, went with the bike. Wow. Very
4: critical. I think the bike stayed and he went over. Oh, Jesus. Launched, launched, wow. but yeah, the Eric Andrews podcast. He's a miracle Super story. Man. That was a time he wasn't one he's with a bike. He's lucky. So I should, <laughs> so, I should pack he one,
5: was one, with one with the bike at one point. <laughs> <Yeah, it laughs> that is a
4: good question. Have you been one one with a bike? Um, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. I I definitely had a moment on my Super Duke on one of the rides where I just felt clicked in, and sure. I took it faster than I've ever taken a bike, but I felt comfortable because I felt like. Yeah. I I was one with it and completely trusted.
5: Would you say uh, you just got used to the technology of the motorcycle? Is that what happened?
4: I don't know. No, I think... I don't know. I just gave over and trusted. Yeah. And I usually don't do that. I'm a little bit more conservative.
5: My my deal is, like, if my suspension is right and the ergonomics are right, I could get in touch with any bike. I mean, that's just usually... It's a technical issue for me.
4: But, you you know get in touch are you talking about the fudge spot
5: well yeah that's right? <laughs> it the fudge spot and the area around the corner the whole deal <laughs>
2: and the hand is thrusting up
4: that's right, that's right. <laughs> anyone else been good wind, amount of wrist down? Yeah. Yeah. And actually but-
3: I know when I'm when I'm racing it's it's like the bike's an extension to myself like every angle of every tire and then I know that like I pushed it too far and I'm about to go down yeah
7: mm. <laughs>
5: there's, there's that fuzzy edge where like if you get your motorcycle set up right it kind of disappears and it only really shows up when you're pushing the fuzzy The edges of it. Well and especially protesting what you're wanting it to do.
4: We've got three zero riders in here today, and that's the Mm -hmm. thing I notice when I'm on the bike. I have a relationship with the road Mm -hmm. because the bike isn't in the way. Right. So in a sense, the bike becomes one with you. So Mm -hmm. for me,
1: I don't actually notice that I'm on a bike. I just feel like I'm
4: like I'm flying. flying.
1: Yeah. It's that's stupid. A great feeling. It's it stupid. Really no, it's, a magic it's carpet so ride. real. The only time I feel like I'm riding the bike is when you're like breaking Sling hard into a, a corner sleep. and and like your rear wheel comes up. Then you're like, oh shit, well, what am just I doing? That means you're breaking the rights. Yeah, right that's, that's 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 appropriate, yeah, provided you don't right. go. This is you why, know, why I don't even use don't. my rear brake. All the gear, all the
6: time. <laughs> I haven't had a rear brake on any bike I've ever had.
1: <laughs> Terry, less weight. Ch- Terry, I think you haven't had a lot, like half of the bolts you on do most have of your re- bikes are you gone. You do have regenerative braking in the rear,
3: that's so true. it is yeah, true. a
6: form of combined braking. I took them off my R1s too, though. But that's
4: and you do have a canine <laughs> airbag.
6: That's true. So speaking oh. of one with the bike, I had another electric rider, uh, Luke Workman, ride my previous bike. I've got about 50,000 on my car. That was a mm-hmm. bad idea. But I got about 80,000 on my other one.
4: The one with the potentially cracked frame?
6: Yeah, and Luke was like, "Terry, how do you ride this thing because it had so much weight on it for so long it had worn the head tube bearings out, the whole thing just." But I was just such one with the bike, I you know, you just ride it, but then another really good rider can't even ride your bike. So it's yeah. just I, like your
7: I
3: own
1: actually, body, you have your own broken spots and you know <laughs> yourself really yeah, well. That must be compensation. A. So I rode Terry's bike for some testing and uh, we were at the Vetter Ranch and do you the, ride or the shop operate? building
3: well, I was like, I, you don't really ride his bike. He I don't even know what you
1: would call it. <laughs> I, I held on Brian's for dear life. <laughs> but right. it's like 10 feet from one driveway to the other driveway yeah. at the ranch. And uh, I had to stop after that 10 feet, just put both feet down, white knuckle on the bike, and think if I really wanted to do
6: this.
1: (laughs) I had a tank slapper going 10 feet on your bike, man. You are an impressive rider with that. Do you
6: remember when I took my, you you remember my dog cage that I put on the back? (laughs) Yes. I went, I did a a 24-hour trip to Brandon's house, picked up eight chargers, I mean, these things were very heavy in the boxes and everything, and uh, they were in the dog cage, and I let both Luke and Brandon sit on my bike. Luke just tried to hold the bike up and bounce. <laughs> and says, whoa, I about fell over. It's like, how did you do this? Huh. So,
4: Matthew, just so you get an but idea of, uh, so Terry mounted a dog kennel in the back of his bike, and Terry, how many beer bottles fit in that? <laughs>
6: 209. <laughs> 288. The, uh, full uh,
7: full carry,
4: or empty? 288. Four, four
6: six-packs forward, three high, and four wide.
11: Wow. So if you do the math on that, it's 288. I used to work and treatment if, uh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He was, just recycling, man. Well, I was recycling.
11: out there for you
6: i, I was recycling <laughs> and I, well i did that because i had to take like 12 trips to the recycling bin you know
7: yeah <laughs> you're, you're,
4: you're getting it done so thank you eric for that question i think a lot of people have those moments isn't that just a biker thing yeah. there are moments that you feel one. And then there are times where I go out and I ride and I'm like I'm not I'm not feeling the connection. Yep. I'm there are times I've gone out on like uh, group rides, and I'm like, you know, I'm going home. I just don't feel
5: yeah, that's, uh, connected. When you eat a hamburger and just relax for a minute
2: or something. You just gotta listen to your gut. Uh, yeah. So Bex, yeah. what do you have there? Um, I have an email from Tizzle. Tizzle. Uh, nizzle. Yeah. <laughs> Have any of you taken a ride like a pro course? Oh, okay. Right? Yes. Ride like a pro? Hmm. Oh, ride so, like a pro
4: course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's a specific
7: course? Yes. So, oh.
2: Tizzle's asking. Is this a Keith Code? No, there's Keith one called Feel Like is a possible. Pro which oh, where they okay. rent
5: uh racing motorcycles and track day motorcycles, but Ride oh. Like a Pro I've never heard of.
2: This is a Jerry thing. Yeah. Um so hey Misfits, I was just listening to Mud One Liza Zero. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm behind. There was some talk about the dirt riding and ADV classes. Have you ever interviewed one of the Ride Like a Pro instructors? Got it. <clears throat> hey, no. So mm. I mean, Jerry would be great, but he has certified instructors around the country, right? All of their videos show full-size Harleys. The techniques work for any bike. I just ordered a video, haven't had a chance to watch it, and is hoping to take the course. Can he find an instructor close by? Uh, there's
4: instructors everywhere. And this is something, though, it reminds me, though. I have never taken... Well, no, I've taken track days.
7: <clears throat> right. But...
4: um I you know, I've been writing decades, but now I'm starting to feel like maybe I want to go take like uh, an adventure you know, an ATV class. I want to go take a dirt class. We should, uh... And I, I, I th- I'm there's more and more of these schools and teachers coming up. Yeah. I cannot recommend enough. So I mean, Isaac, so you're doing just kind of beginners. Classes, right? Yeah, yeah Isaac
10: I can is teach you to ride like a noob. By the way,
4: but, do you guys but a good do you, noob. Do you guys <laughs> yes. have like a 2.0 class?
10: We do, yeah. The So, uh, I mean, CMSP, there's the basic rider course that you can take to get your license, that's two days. But then there's an the intermediate course, which is one day, and it's so much more fun. They, it's it's more like low speed, kind of low speed turning where mm. you are like leaning off the bike and letting the bike dip way in. Jim Jim doing Connery. Connery. There are, are videos yeah, where like right you can drop
2: beginning. a knee in first gear at 15 miles an hour.
10: I have not done that, but uh, but what is but a, yeah. it's a California Motorcycle Safety Program. Oh, it's okay. it's it used to be MSF. Mm-hmm. Now the curriculum is technically written by Lee Parks and Total Control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody still calls it MSF. Okay. Um, I'll get fired if I do, but uh it's yeah the intermediate course and the advanced courses are more like one day and when i went in to take and i was forced to take them um if if i'd known how fun they were i would have done it a lot earlier yeah and it's not as hard as i thought it would be they make it challenging but they make it very approachable because turns out if you're shitting yourself the whole time you don't learn anything Mm -hmm. so they make it very approachable um i have like a 700 pound bike and i was like i'm gonna drop it i'm gonna have to find new mirror covers on ebay and i didn't do that at all <laughs> cool. um, so yeah
2: so yeah tizzle is talking about taking a dirt course and he just mentioned that he first saw his youtube video when he was watching police motorcycle rodeo oh,
10: that yeah. stuff is crazy. oh that's just yeah. so is cool it's
2: insane Ooh. it's so good something very applicable to that yes
10: alameda county sheriffs has a program where you can ride oh. their old bikes and they <laughs> nice. will, Old Harley's. Uh, I think they're KZs. Actually, nice. I think they're KZs okay. and Beamers. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah.
5: So this is kind of indicative, of maybe just California in general, but there are tons of courses that you could take out here. Anything from uh, there's a lot of sport bike stuff. Uh, there's Keith Code. Uh and then there's Ken Hill does one for you. He does sport bike training. But there's also a lot of off road stuff. There's Garahan off road. Uh
4: Superbike uh, Coach.
5: superbike Yeah, super can a yeah. super Bike superbike coach. Yeah. Uh more off road stuff is uh Rich Oliver's Mystery School. Uh-huh. They basically teach you how to flat track and basically operate a dirt bike. And then um What's the other one? No, I can't think of it. But well, it's,
2: can I, can uh, I say yeah. that we, we of, recently found out that Hollister even yeah. offers yeah. Yeah. classes at our own dirt park that we go to. Yeah, yeah.
7: I've Rivers been classes. recommending
10: that to people. Actually, I had people ask me like, "Where can I learn dirt bike?" I was like, "Well, Hollister teaches it almost for free." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, "What's Hollister?" I was like, "Well, it's in our backyard, and you go yeah. take a lesson."
5: I was yeah.
8: gonna say, if you're in Southern California, another place to look at is uh, SoCal Supermoto School too.
5: Yes, by uh, Brock is I forgot his last name, but uh, Supermoto School for, with with Brock 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 McAllister. That's point, pretty good. Point being, I've heard really
1: good stuff
4: about they that. They are yeah. everywhere. Did that finish the email, Bex? It did. He says uh,
2: those guys are crazy skilled. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they are. So take a class, awesome. yo. Thank you very much. Um,
5: yeah, sorry. Aside from actually taking the training is go out and actually ride your bike. Nothing can really substitute for actual saddle time. So
4: Well, yeah, that's but, not true because I even bought some of the books before, right. and I'd go read a chapter, and no, then I'd go I ride. Re- and you do learn a lot. Yes. You can yes. get it from videos. You, you definitely get knowledge. it.
5: You, uh, I read three books before I got on my first motorcycle, but there's really nothing... Uh, you know, tactile. There's there's a kinesthetic kind of value that you get from actually riding the vehicle. I agree with you.
10: I agree with you. Nothing, nothing helps you learn like practice. There really is no substitute, Mm -hmm. but you have to be practicing. Right. Right. So so like, for example, what I teach, I can, I tell, I call it the first three chords on a guitar. Yeah. You can go out, you can practice that. You can learn them like the back of your hand, but there's more to it. Yes. And you you can't just pick that up by doing that first three chords.
4: And I think the point here is so, just to remind everyone doesn't matter how long you've been writing and how good of a writer you are I think there's always more to learn yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. not just that but learning other disciplines of writing all comes into play it's
5: about the learner's mind exactly
4: yeah. yep. so I encourage uh, others to do so and I'm kind of in that period where I'm like I want to I start taking some classes and learn more and, and be yeah. open to that um,
10: do it before your you body should, uh, starts protesting you if you, you want to take the intermediate course talk to Craig because he'll he'll he, does oh that's friends. way beneath. He me. does a little friends thing.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um
10: <laughs> Your learner's mind is shit.
4: <laughs> I, I, I learned
2: so that I could ride a motorcycle students. next to a quail and not freak it out. Yeah. So that was really cool. So
4: all right, who here's going to uh, vintage days? AMA I am, Vintage yeah.
2: days. Uh, So far,
5: I'm, a, I'm, a try. I'm on
4: track. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to be
5: there. Up. Dude, I'm going to get so hung over at After Pork Is. Uh, <laughs> you got so much sugary shit there. I, uh Teacher. I woke up on, like, I slept on, like, a textured blanket, and I woke up, my face was all, like, <laughs>
7: yeah.
5: it's fucking hilarious.
4: Oh, if, you, if you're out. not
6: going to uh, Vintage Days, go to a Hollister, show up at Corpus. Oh,
4: yeah. That's the other thing, and I know, I think, Jim and, and Emma and others are going to be at Hollister. Yeah. we got the Moto America races coming up next weekend, I think. Is it Moto America, or gonna... is
5: it World
1: Superbike?
4: Uh, sorry, Superbike. Superb- World, World Superbike, Superbike yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to be down there at Laguna Seca.
1: There's also two interesting things at the Holland. Uh, Yeah. um, Is Digi now
4: going to be represented?
1: Yeah, we have a booth there. uh, Cool. But also, Craig is doing a uh, long distance ride, one of his fuel economy challenges.
4: Wait, Craig Vetter?
1: That's correct, yeah. He's riding. No, he's going to be hosting it. He's
4: hosting it, yes. Okay. Come meet Craig Vetter. Yes. And he'll tell you about a deer that hit him. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. he will. <laughs> yes, he will. Awesome. Um, and uh, so, yeah, when you're if you come to Vintage Days, uh, we're going to be doing a chick stand panel. So check the schedule and come say hi. Well, a bunch of us will be there. Um, sure. Thank you, uh, Brandon, for coming. We mentioned mm-hmm. you the other week when we went and uh, yeah, thank you. That was hung really cool. out at the Vetter's and got
2: to see what you're doing with your chargers. That's really cool. I'm
1: glad they didn't scare you away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, no. We have, like, three electron magicians here in this room. It's pixie. kind of amazing. Pixie charters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's pixie so charters. cool. They call them wizards, right? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> we're, I'm the wizard
1: of the South.
2: <laughs> okay, so yeah. Brandon's the, the wizard. wizard. Of the South, <laughs> Ryan
7: with right. is the Grand, Grand, Grand
2: Wizard, <laughs> <laughs> and Terry is Terry's the Charging God, the Charging Goddess. Uh, oh, oh well, he's goddess, got the locks for okay. it. <laughs> Chargers, the goddess.
3: Yes, uh,
4: exactly.
3: She can, She's, She's
2: so happy right now.
3: So, also, just speaking about electric motorcycles, mm-hmm. on July 1st at Laguna Seca, there will be a refuel time trial. It's more of a oh, just come out. There's gonna be fun. tons of electric hackers, cars, and Last motorcycles. There will be a lot of
1: stuff yeah, so, so don't it's touch free,
3: the motorcycles without asking for uh for people to come and watch nice
2: y- you can oh. see brian try and not crash yeah bagel you're into time. that oh, yeah. aren't you I definitely
3: well would be. you wrecked, electric, wrecked nerd out i huh? still i've still put down a 211 exactly. after wrecking you and beat running a back a lot, to lot of people Whoa.
1: after wrecking damn, damn.
4: i did learn time. though how to get into the heart of one of these electric riders I told Brandon, I said, Oh, come on, I have a J plug next door and he gave me a hug. Oh, <laughs> oh,
7: yeah, that's yeah. all It was
4: like the best thing
7: what? ever. Yeah.
9: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the heart to an electric is through their
3: J seventeen seventy two. Hey, it's if it's, I offered you free gas at my ha- house, Ray, right? You'd show I'm, up. Oh totally. Oh yeah.
4: More okay. than a hug. <laughs>
3: Ooh. Ooh. The
8: reach a is night, there a bad alley around us? <laughs> just just
6: just don't look at me during the Don't look at me when I'm side of you are frightening. Actually, it was kind of cool today at one point in time, there were four zeros in the parking lot all at the same time. <laughs> yep. oh,
2: and it was the ugliest moment in the garage's history but the most beautiful <laughs>
6: Was, uh, what?
7: Okay. Are you are, <laughs> you are you saying that our bikes drive? are drive? Have you ugly?
3: seen those other guys'
10: yeah. bikes? <laughs> <laughs> like,
7: actually, these are, these bike aren't regular motorcycles. Right these
10: are engineers' <laughs> motorcycles.
7: Yeah,
2: they're
6: yeah. <laughs> work, work's yeah, I haven't seen any, are any of them. Scary. I'm not throwing well, well, I'm just saying it's 2018 now. I think the first zero showed up here in 2014 or 2013, maybe. Yeah. And And uh, you know, just two years from now, you watch, there'll be there'll be ten zeros here. There, you yeah. know, there might yeah. be an electric scooter. We've even got a member of the Motorcycles Misfits podcast who works with zero. I just I just want
10: to. Yeah. I just want a touring zero. That's I, I want. I no, want zero
3: are
6: you touring. willing to spend Every twenty thousand for a, battery? a touring
3: zero? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: can
1: help you with.
10: That. I want. With I don't I want a couch zero.
7: <laughs>
2: can, uh, can we just uh, like reiterate what Liza just said? Every zero could be a touring
4: torn zero. zero with yep. Brandon's Chargers. But I yeah, want. Well, it's like every I mean, motorbike it could
1: it be an off-road bike if you got the balls. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. so I ride, I ride my SR, which is uh, like the top of the line zero sport bike, mm-hmm. and uh, I ride that off-road with. Diablo Rosso 2s. Nice. And oh my God. It works very, very well mm-hmm. um, until it doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I actually stopped at Emma's place to get new tires because I'm going to try and learn to ride on the dirt with actual tires now. Cool. You must there be you the go.
10: guy I saw merging onto 17 from Scotts Valley at about 80 miles an hour. Probably. On the on this.
6: <laughs> like two days yeah. ago. Are you yeah, a that cop? was me. Are yeah. you
1: a cop? Oh, wait. No, that wasn't me. That <laughs> no? was not me. Well, like, okay. you, I've seen that
6: guy too. There's a lot of zeros that go from us. Uh, Scotts <laughs> Valley into those.
4: Anyway, we've got right. so much going on. I want to thank everyone here joining. Matthew, thank you for coming.
11: Thanks for having me. Yeah. And
4: just and remember congrats. go to, is it MatthewBanks.com? Podcast.
11: Uh, Podcast. Yeah, you can go to MatthewBanksComedy.com. You can Matthew. follow me on Twitter at MBanksPodcast. Nice. Are you going to yeah, yeah. be posting about your trip during the trip or yes. afterwards? Um, if I have internet access during, but definitely right after. Awesome. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You won't Good see my face. No, send, us, send us pictures of your bike place. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'll do that. And I'll send you a train, Liza.
2: <laughs> we've, got, we've got plenty of things. What kind of train are you sending? Send her
11: a tester. <laughs> You're the night train. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh.
10: Night
12: train full of With night the bananas. bananas. The night bananas. night
10: train. The <laughs> chiquitas. Awesome.
4: On that note, I want to thank everyone for listening, making it this far. Also to all of our Jesus, Patreon subscribers. Seriously. And yeah. also to everyone who has liked our YouTube page, because we finally made it over 1,000 likes. Woohoo! Yay. Yay. Yeah. Followers. On the
7: YouTube page? I but
4: it worry. made Mike very happy. Even no though he doubt. hasn't made a video in a while. <laughs> I think uh, maybe this will spur him on. It's yeah.
2: Daddy Day right now. So and, Daddy-O and is, is doing his thing. All like how
5: followers. it was Daddy Day was just leave me alone, let me do my thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
4: thank As you everybody for listening. Thank you guys for coming here and yeah. spending time. This is another one of those fun shows. I appreciate it. Go to MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com You'll find the links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, Indeed. to our Zazzle.com page where you can order one of these fancy Recycle Garage t-shirts, sweatshirts, bandanas, anything you want. Mm-hmm. Or you can even get a, a Miss Emma or a Naked Jim mug.
5: Do, do they do pillowcases?
4: They do. <laughs> nice. I want the pillowcase with the motorcycle treads on it.
7: Yeah.
4: <laughs> As a body pillow. I like that. Anyway, go to com. You'll find everything there. Yeah. On that note, I think we're ready to get out of here. Thank you again for listening. This is Liza
6: and charger, go electric! Henry, right. Isaac, Bagel, Matthew.
2: Aloha and happy Father's Day.
5: Brian, See Brandon, Naked Jim.
7: <laughs> 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 We're Naked, out of here. Naked, cool, cool. cool. cool.